Yep, what's going on? It's what you need to know when you need to know on the Need to Know podcast, episode 77. It is, I'm not your guy, I'm not your man. I don't know who I am, but I am Savon. And I did acquire another nickname this week. Um, I wasn't really, I'm not really feeling it. Okay. Right? But I am kind of feeling it. Okay. So. I know what it is. That's why I'm confused (laughs) as to why he's feeling it. I shouldn't be feeling it. You shouldn't. All right, I'm going to just tell you my nickname and then we can go from there, right? Okay, got it. My nickname is STD. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. This nigga is excited. S. Like, okay, I mean, <laughs> I've learned. I've learned not to take the bait from Savon. No, no but that's. I'm not. No so bait. I'm no wondering it, because you said you kind of like it. So I'm wondering if it no. stands for something. Well, it stands. Is for it an acronym? Savon the Don. Okay. Hey, but I knew it, it, it couldn't be like, like all trash. Uh, no, <laughs> it is terrible. But I mean, STD. I didn't really like. Hi, I'm STD. Yes. That just sounds not? crazy. It's growing on me. So it's your guy, STD. Is it growing on you? <laughs> yes, it's, it's growing. <laughs> rapid, rapid. You don't get it. You don't get it. I got it. I Man. see the connect. But uh, <laughs> yeah, save, save on. Uh, it's your boy A, aka Scream Man. I know, don't get angry. Facts. And we have the beautiful Steph Styles in the building. We also have hi, hi. a Who You Need to Know this week. Mm-hmm. Another beautiful also guest. Beautiful. Yes, the estrogen <laughs> yes. levels are rising. Yes. Uh, in the studio. The and I always yes. love that. Like, I'm always with the estrogen. <laughs> like, yeah. two on two, two on two. Word. Two on two, yeah. Like the she's got a, she's got a cheetah rapid. dress on. Absolutely. It's lit. Absolutely. Oh. But before we get into her, um, let's show some love to Cast Sound Lab. We do have a lot to talk about. About. Shout out to Cast Sound Lab Studios. Okay, um, it is a podcast and recording space. If you want to go and record a new podcast, if you have an old podcast and you're looking for a new podcast home, uh, this is where we reside. It is Cast Sound Lab. That's spelled with a C at the front. All right, um, super affordable, super flexible, 24/7 service. They also have 10 plus years and experience to help you get the best sound quality and as well as uh, visuals. Mm-hmm. So it's a super dope space. Again, um, if you want to book with them or if you just have any questions, just let them know we sent you. It is Cast. C-A-S-T soundlab.com um, Again, let them know the Needs to Know podcast sent you. STD, your boy sent you. Uh, you, you gotta yeah. stop. You gotta stop. I'm I sorry. feel sorry for you, you know? Why? Because your mentions are gonna be so horrific. But he nah. puts it on himself. Come on, we gotta spread the STDs. Not like... No, the, we don't. Not the, that, that's not, what we don't have to Like my name, I'm saying. Oh. Like, we gotta spread that. My no, name. No. Not the STDs. My name. I liked SV. SV was cool. I liked SV. SV, SV was cool. SV, yes. Yeah, oh, fun fact before we get into um another yeah. ad. Mm-hmm. Do you know how to <laughs> properly spell Savon's first name? No. Oh, I think it's with a uh, capital V. Isn't yes, it? it is. I saw that. I saw this weirdo throwing in the fucking need saw, to know bio. Yeah, I'm I like, dude, what are you like, doing? You trying to be artsy? You know, I was trying to be like <laughs> proud of my name. <laughs> Like, you know how LeBron but has the capital what? B? Yeah. It's like Savon, yeah. capital V. Oh, you kind of got that off just now. I'm not going to lie. It's a nah, little, I never looked at it like that. That's, that's the truth. <laughs> that's how my mom spelled it. All right. I, I just anyways. didn't embrace it. Yeah. Okay. There anyways. It's fine. Listen up, instead of yo. people saying Savon, they say Savon. Savon. Yeah. It's an yeah. emphasis, the on, emphasis. The on, on the V. On the V. On the V. I get it. I get it. Not the STD. Keep going. Oh, God. I will. Anyways, listen up, y'all. Landing your dream job just became 10 times easier man and for the price of Netflix Mm. (laughs) come on now that is with brand resumes all right brandresumes.com also offers a plan where they will submit your resume up to 60 job boards come on that's big come on is Indeed doing that for you I don't mm, know. I don't think so. Indeed is not. <laughs> Indeed not. Indeed not. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> anyway, Brand Resumes uh, looks for jobs that uh, specify what you're looking for. Yeah. Most importantly, your resume is your first impression. 
Make sure you make a good one. Mm-hmm. All right. Head over to brandresumes.com and upload your resume to get your free critique. Also, also, make sure you use NTK Pod at the checkout. You know, mm. you might get yourself a little 10% off. You know, you might get yourself <laughs> a little something. All right. Again, that is brandresumes.com. Um, yeah, go get a job. Facts. <laughs> I like get that. It. If you ain't got no job, don't listen to us. <laughs> Straight like that. Straight like, right, you're nah, wasting time. We some hypocrites. That's fucked up. Right? <laughs> Unless you job searching while you listening to us. Because right. that means you're a multitasker, and that's what companies want to see. Oh, I see you, CEO. You see what I did there? We're looking for you. Look at you. Well, I know, you know, we the, the energy is up. Yes. I feel the energy. Yes. And yes. again, I do want to speak to Jane. I appreciate you, you know, standing tough while we get yeah. these ads off real quick. Um... <laughs> But I do want to start with just a rest in peace to John Witherspoon. Yeah. Um, the actor, he was 77 years old. He passed away uh, yesterday. Um, and it's always sad when you see uh, a television father figure yeah. pass away, in a sense. You know, uh, Uncle Phil passed away a few years ago. That kind of yeah. hit me a little bit. And, yeah. and I'm a huge, I don't know why people kill the Wayne's Bros. Like, I don't. They do? I, yes. People kill that Where show. Where do you hang out at? Um, <laughs> like, you've never heard that? I've heard that. The thing really? is, the thing is more so like about the brothers themselves. So like maybe. the Wham- uh, Brothers. So like they're, that's a good show, but they're not really funny. Like a lot of people, it, they they're don't not? connect like to away a lot of people. from themselves. Okay, All like right. as actors instead. That's a good show. They're good. They're funny together. Got it. The Wayne's Brothers show is good. Got it. But I don't like him as an actor. You see what I'm uh, saying? Like, wait, uh, Marlin, I always forget Marlon. 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 Yeah. yeah. Okay. I love them both. And you know, again, John Witherspoon. He was such a huge uh, character and a part of that show. So yeah. Uh, that being a part of my childhood, seeing that, it, it hurt. Yeah. You know, and he's one of the people who you've just seen. He's been old his yeah. whole career. Like my whole <laughs> no, life, the niggas just been old. So now you don't think those people are gonna go. Yeah. There's no timetable of when they're gonna go. I know they was also doing a reboot of the Boondocks. Yeah. So you know, I'm looking forward to that. I was looking forward yeah. to it. I hope they were able to record some stuff with yeah. his voice. Yeah. Uh, because they he, did, yeah. like you don't even so realize sudden. how important some of these figures are in your life until, until, yeah, like, until they're, they're gone, gone. Yeah. you know so uh, rest in peace to John Witherspoon yeah. to his family yeah. to all the people that got to work with him you look back and you see he's worked with the Waynes bros you've seen he's worked with Will Smith and Fresh Prince you've yeah. seen he's worked with Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. you see all the careers mm-hmm. Regina Hall like Fridays Friday, yep. all, Ice Cube yeah. Mike Epps like yep. the list goes on yeah. on the, the people that he touched and the careers he was a part of so like it's, it's an amazing career yeah. so you know rest he's like rest our easy. generation's George Jefferson Ooh. in a sense word. big time yeah. and you know no, 77 is just so young. I'm, it is. I'm trying to have a baby. Are we living 77. longer? That is the average. Yeah. yeah. That is the average for men, I believe. I but it, it does live longer. feel relatively young. See, I just gonna ignore what I just said. I'm trying to have a baby at 77. No. <laughs> this nut's still gonna work at 77. Bro. Yeah. So that's why I, I want to kind of heard this in farm. It's gonna like, be dusty. Damn. Don't do that. It's gonna be like more like I am a not gonna be shooting no blanks. It's gonna be like. <laughs> all right. Talk to me in 2055. All right. I don't know if the math is right, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> and see, that's his humor. Like that's John Witherspoon's yeah, humor. Yeah. Like, big time. So yeah. I'm glad his, you caught that. Spirit, no, for sure, absolutely. His, his spirit, you know, lives on. And yeah. again, I know it's probably a tough time for his family and those yeah, who love man. him and know him personally. Yeah. But you know, we should do our due diligence as well, whether I know him or not. None of, none of us, I would assume, know him. Um, but he did play a, a, a large part, especially in our, yes. my upbringing. So. You know, sure. Rest in peace then. R.I.P. Yeah. to the family. Yeah. Happy Halloween. <sighs> Do you mean? guys celebrate Halloween? Listen, I don't understand what happy Halloween even means. <laughs> I don't know what I just said. If it's supposed to be like so gruesome, what the fuck is so happy about it? 
I don't know. Maybe Ooh. I'm just jaded. Maybe you should say horrible Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> nah, ass though. Nah, you, you know, that was corny as shit. But yeah, I see what you're getting It would have been cooler if we had yeah. like a soundboard. Yeah. To like make my, that little sound bite like echoey. <laughs> oh, I could do that like in post-production. But will I? Probably not. Wow. <laughs> it's just, I could, but you know. You could. You just, could make my horrible Halloween dreams come true. I, I, I might be able to. Right. I might be so able. wait, how do you guys like celebrate Halloween? Uh, or okay. how have you celebrated Let's start off with our guest. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's talk to Jane that. about it. Let's yeah. talk to Jane that. about it. I appreciate okay. you again just being, um, you know, patient. Yeah. And before we do get into your Halloween, let them know that, um, <laughs> that you are a filmmaker. Yes. You have a docu-series. Yes. You are out here working and living a double life. Mm-hmm. Because you also uh, are in the midst of uh, corporate America. Yes. Yeah. So we will get to that whole conversation and how you uh, juggle the two. Because... I, I admire you for it. Trust me, I do. Like I don't understand how people do it. But yeah. let's talk to, uh, about Halloween. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so I normally don't do much for Halloween. No? Um, yeah, so when I was living in Florida, I used to always take my nieces and nephews trick-or-treating. Like, mm-hmm. I would dress up, and mm-hmm. we would, like, all go out. You was the fun auntie. Oh, my gosh, I was super fun, because I'm <laughs> the only one that doesn't have any kids. Got so, it. like, I would just borrow their kids for <laughs> right. the night. Yeah. Like, hey, let's go trick-or-treating, and then take them back. <laughs> right. Um, Give them back. That's the best part about being <laughs> <Yeah>. an auntie. <laughs> but since I've been in New York, I mean, I haven't really done much for Halloween. I think mm-hmm. this year, my cousin and I may go out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get all us right. some, like, you know. You was trick-or-treating in Florida, but right. not New York. Look. You need a gun to trick-or-treat in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? You got to bring the peace. Oh, oh, my gosh. gosh. What no. part of Florida are you from? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. So got it, got it, like got it. Like Duval and- you like okay. the Jaguars? I love them. I can't yeah. help it. You should. No, you should. Yeah. Are they a bad team? Um, yes. Historically okay. bad, but they've been okay the last okay. few years. So I'm not missing out on anything. Jeez. Yeah, no, oh, they man. definitely make my heart palpitate like every single week. <laughs> Gosh, it's just nerve wracking. Gotta do something about those Do you Jaguars. think we're just like too old to celebrate Halloween? I mean, we're mm. all in our mid twenties, Jane. I don't know. If I you am thirty-one. It. Ooh, oh, you said <laughs> yes. it right, me. So, yeah. right. I love that. I think it's powerful. Like when a woman can just like admit her age. Yeah. Because like it used as a thing like oh you should be ashamed of like oh I'm a woman of a certain age why is age. that though cause I'm not know. a woman so I don't know. I think there's a fear no. about women getting older because mm-hmm. we're on like a biological like clock and yeah. like childbearing I'm not saying Kyle, it's don't real. start your shit over there <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying All that right. I'm worried clearly uh, Brit- oh Jane isn't. No, I, I am. almost I almost said who she was at night on some Clark Kent Superman <laughs> um, yeah I gotta find that out on your own time um yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I think it's also think? like yeah. for women, like when we get older, you're like, I think you're afraid of being like traded in for someone younger. Like, you know, Shiny. if you're like with the guy or, you know, even if you're with a woman, mm-hmm. like being traded in for like the next best best thing. Yeah. So it's like as you get older, you're like, oh my gosh, my looks are going to fade, this and that. And mm-hmm. so it's like you try to cling on to yeah. youth. Whereas a guy, when he's like in his mid 70s, he can just like <laughs> date hey. a 20 year old, you know. Well, I told you what sick. I was doing at 77. I mean, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, nigga. Diddy, Diddy's like 70. Yeah. Diddy is no, not. No, he's not. 70. I'm not going to let you say him. Oh, like. wait, no, he isn't. <laughs> Look at you, Jane. She's yeah. like, oh my God, yes, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, let's keep it on Halloween real yeah. quick. Any plans? I don't have any plans. My last weekend I spent in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed like, all right, so this is the thing for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. When is Halloween weekend? Is it the weekend before or is the weekend after? That's a good question because everybody was celebrating, I feel like. Last weekend. Yeah, this past weekend. Correct. Yeah, I don't know why. And it literally falls on a Thursday, so you could just. 
Thirsty yeah. Thursdays yeah. can start your whole week off. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. That's so true. I don't know. I yeah. guess I need answers on that. Well, I guess the time where you celebrate would have to be before the holiday, I guess, mm-hmm. and not after. Maybe people. Right? Oh, I see that. Kind of see maybe people are doing both. I don't know. Well, oh, maybe sure they're they gonna turn up again this weekend. Town. I know they are. Or maybe we're just getting to be older, and we have to celebrate like a week earlier. I <laughs> uh, see. Maybe I'm just jaded, like I said earlier, because I wasn't allowed to trick or treat. Me neither. Oh, oh, you too. No. Are you going as a clown? <laughs> so funny. <laughs> that was a real question. No, I'm not. Like, what should do you have a costume? I don't have a costume. I'm no? not celebrating it. No. I'm going to get. I'm going to get ramen with my friend, and I'm going to see a play. Oh, you're just okay. doing nice. polar opposites. Yeah. Yeah. Alex, yourself? Is anybody in the room dressing up? Hell no. Well, I mean, I'm not dressing up, but I will say this. I think that Halloween is, like, the only time of year that women can be, like, as slutty as possible and get away with it. I think, like, that's, it's like, true. yeah. So true. It's true. This is it's like, what so are you going to be? A nurse? A nurse. I mean, a slutty nurse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I see a lot more ass cheeks around this yeah. holiday compared to, like, more, Christmas. Yeah. Definitely more. You said a lot of yeah. It's true. It's a lot. Like it's it's, it's a lot going on. I like I saw the Tarzan and Jane <laughs> theme. Mm. I saw that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, had you know. nothing on. <laughs> <laughs> she had on two leaves. Yeah. And a pantyhose. So, you, you know, Barely. Like, that's that's just yeah. how it's going. So I, I rock yeah, Halloween. I wasn't allowed to celebrate growing up. Same. So none wow, of look at us. Were you? Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't. She's from it. Florida. That's true. Yeah. I, I mean, um it is kind of like spooky in Florida, just on a regular basis. Sorry, we'll talk about it. Um but yeah, I like my mom would always like buy me like the big bag of candy from mm-hmm. Walgreens, the assorted, and like I would just watch the Adams family. <laughs> and that was my I Halloween. couldn't even have like candy. But you guys um, had like siblings. That's why I'm kinda like Jane, you have siblings of course? Yeah, my mom has nine kids, so Ooh, Oh where you fall? <laughs> Number seven. Number seven. Yeah. Savon, where do you fall on your list? I'm at the top, baby. Okay. <laughs> I'm number one with it. I'm at the top. And Steph, you come from an what, how many siblings? Um, I've got four. I'm number five. Lucky number five. So, like, you got, like, your siblings didn't... No. Didn't, My parents no? were, like, seven-day Adventists at the time. They didn't... At one point, I don't even think they were celebrating birthdays. But you can't just say that. You have to break down what a seven-day Adventist is. I don't know. People. They go to oh, they go okay. to church on Saturday. Yes. Okay. They do. Oh. And they're not allowed to do anything fun. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know who seven-day Adventists are. <laughs> but they don't, they don't dance. They don't celebrate birthdays. Um, you know, things like that. Like a Jehovah Witness? Similar. I think. I don't know. I don't want to speak on it because I'm, I'm, I wasn't born. That but, was BS before Stephanie. Okay. Got, <laughs> so. you, got, you, got you. BS before yes. Stephanie. I only know what I've read on Wikipedia, so it's probably not accurate. So I don't oh. want to speak on someone else's religion. <laughs> got you, got yeah, smart, exactly. smart, smart, smart. I'm just oh, yeah. like, I don't know. I wasn't yeah. able to celebrate. Um, as I get older or yeah. as I've gotten older, I've yeah. always wanted to. But I'm the type, like, if I can't go all the way, like, if you look in my costume and don't say I did it better than everybody you saw do it, I'm not going to do it. So competitive. So competitive. Like, I'm just not going to do it. So like, I need you to post my shit on the Shut blogs. Up. Shut like, up. Shut yeah, up. Yeah, I'm willing to go there. Speaking of the blogs, Ciara and uh, Russell Wilson, yeah. they were Beyonce and Jay-Z. That was cute. I like that. Yeah, it was cute. Loved it was it. well executed. I think that's the only time I would kind of do that. If I had, like, a significant other to get really, really cute with. Yeah. Who would you be? Who would I be? Akon? Shit. All right, that's funny. Akon? And that's who? funny. A key, key, key motherfucker. <laughs> Neo for you, right? <laughs> Do, do, do. I, I might do that. 
Jeezy. Oh, that might actually be a good. I told you I was a thug. No, you didn't. I told you I was hood. No, you didn't say much. I told you. Stop it. No fuel for this train. Don't start now. Come on. Don't gas his head. You be all day. Oh my god. I love it. Damn. All of the love. But nah, I'm excited. You know. Happy It's always cool to see like the creativity of everybody. Like I said, I don't. I can't even afford to do Halloween the way I want to do it. That's why I think I really haven't done. How do you want to do? I was about to say how do you. Yeah. want to do it like i'm ready to blow a bag on a costume like i need all the accessories to whoever i'm gonna be like all right you know what the grinch i would love to be the grinch but you kind of look like him right now oh, yeah you know see i'm halfway there like if i can't get the feet and the hand to look like the grinch the grinch hands, is terrifying and then and you like, being the grinch would be even more terrifying because your facial expression and i have Definitely. a dog he had a oh. dog. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how I'm thinking. Wow. Cause then I gotta get the matching costume for her, my dog. Oh my god! I gotta make like that. If I can't do it Sleezer. all the way, like fuck it. So Got I it. just been saying like, you know, fuck it. For that. One day. <laughs> yeah. Oh one yeah, day. one day you'll see my ass cheeks yeah. on the grand following. I will never see your ass cheeks, nigga. <laughs> not never even say in the same. No, 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 no. I just said a hotel, no. a whole hotel with you. Not even a room, and I still didn't see your ass cheeks. Never say <laughs> no. <laughs> like sometimes it just happened like that. All right. Oh my god. You never been in like the bathroom and there's like stalls. Yes. And you just like have to drop your drawers to pee. Hey, that's your man's. <laughs> That's, that's well, am women, I bugging? Well, first of all, I don't go in the men's bathroom, but like, all right. it should be concealed. Like in the women's bathroom, we have separate yeah. stalls so that we can do it and it can be like private. I don't know why you would drop your whole pants in a urinal so that you're nah, like, oh, you're just the pants to the ankle. You just imagine, put it at the ankle. Like, imagine just you the walk ankle. into the bathroom. <laughs> And a man is using the nah. urinal and his pants are down nah. to his ankles. I think that's the worst part about having a costume. Oh it's a fact. Like having to use the bathroom. Yeah. Like imagine if you're Chewbacca for Halloween. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Damn. You gotta that's drop how girls, the That's drawers. how us girls feels when we wear onesies, right? Oh my gosh, right. Yeah. You're just like, okay, should I use the yeah. shoe now or do I wait? Because like, you got to get like fucking naked. Yeah, you do. It happens. Wow. Yeah. I Let's just know. hope you're not drunk when it happens, because then you'll fall over onto the floor. I'm not speaking from experience. Speaking from experience. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, so, yeah. since we do have a filmmaker in our presence, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that it is appropriate for us to kind of... Yes, yes, for sure. Um, y'all would like to start with Tyler Perry? I know, Alex, yeah. you wanted to kind of speak on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. most His definitely. studio. Yeah, so I just honestly wanted to kind of know like your thoughts on ownership. And kind of like your start with filmmaking in a sense, because I'm pretty sure Tyler Perry didn't have this vision when he first started out, you know, Mm -hmm. to take this into a whole production studio. Is this something in the future that you think you would want to do for yourself or maybe sign into other people? Oh, absolutely. So I think ownership is really important as a creative, Mm -hmm. um, especially when you see like um, people who have had deals in the past and where they are now um for me it's important to um, own your own production studio and partner with people even if you've never like produced a film or anything Mm -hmm. just having that you know your own llc and being able to partner and sort of make your own decisions Mm -hmm. and um understanding like okay where do i want to take this in the future so Mm -hmm. you have to definitely secure yourself prior to making those agreements with people like even now i'm working with other creatives and i say Mm -hmm. hey let's protect ourselves let's you know, create a contract together, you know, mm-hmm. from scratch. I like that. Have it signed. Creating contracts together. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, For I don't sure. want something that you already have. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Let a lawyer look over it and let's yeah. just protect our, our both of our interests. Yeah, For that's sure. awesome. Yeah. Who are some of the people that inspire you? 
Oh wow, cushion. there are a lot of people who inspire yeah. me. Um, Angela Bassett is definitely oh, one of them. Her. She's a, she's love a classic. Her. I yeah. just think mm-hmm. she's timeless, and you know she doesn't necessarily get the recognition she deserves, mm. but um, she is definitely. I love one Angela of my Bassett. Favorites. Yeah, yeah. I love Angela Bassett. Has no, no, no. she has she ever written or directed anything? Listen, um, I'm not. She has. She? No, yeah. I'm not well versed yeah. in like that. I'm not. Yeah. But I'm not sure, I just know yeah. she's also another figure. Uh, you know that goes back to John Witherspoon, mm-hmm. where I remember just growing up and just seeing her impact. Like she was just one of the the actresses who stuck out to me. Like yo, she's amazing. Yeah. And you're right. She doesn't get the credit she deserves because yeah. right. her career is long, extensive. Yeah. like extensive. super extensive. Yeah. So um, that's that's that was a great name to throw out there. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. definitely one of them. Um, Viola Davis is mm. another. I mean, she is. She's, she's just Oh, regal. yeah, I love she's Viola. Great, and, for sure. Yeah. She also does her own productions, right? Yeah, she does a lot yeah, of her own. Yeah, she has a production company. Yes. I believe so. I yes. think she does. She does. Yeah. Well, we got laptops. Yeah. We yeah. surely do. <laughs> 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 we can just put it in like work. That's it. But no, that's cool. Um, so those are some of the people in front of the camera. Is there anybody maybe behind the camera? Oh, God, I was right. Yes. Juve right. Productions. Yeah. Check her out. Yeah. JuveProductions.com. Yeah. Thank you, Viola. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. in terms of somebody behind the camera, yes. behind the camera, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to throw out a name. Okay. <laughs> um, throw it out. I'm ready to type it in. Let's do it. James Cameron. James Yes. Mar- I mean, oh. I just think in terms of big world and big idea and not allowing himself to be boxed in and limited mm-hmm. in yeah. his vision, especially with... Um, Avatar? He did Avatar? Avatar. He did mm-hmm. Avatar. Okay. And then just like being just so committed to what he wanted mm. and not allowing people to be like, oh, it's going to be too expensive. It's right. going to take a long time. Because that was a really big film. Absolutely. It took over like 10 years or so. Absolutely. Yeah. It just got like debunked by <laughs> right. the, av- uh, the Avengers. Yeah. I'm about to say the Avengers. And av- he, has a, he, has a really, he has a really good um, resume too. Um, the Terminator, the Titanic. Um, shit. I didn't even know a lot of this. Oh Aliens. Mm-hmm. No, he thinks outside the box for oh, real. Oh, yeah. For <laughs> real, for real. And, and that's who I most, I mean, as a creator, I, like, look at him. Mm-hmm. I know it's, like, weird. It's not weird. It's why do you like, think it's weird? Yeah. Well, because he's, like, you know, he's a white, white man. Go ahead, say it. Go ahead, say it, Jane. Because he's mm-hmm. a white male. She's like, I want the power. <laughs> but I that's no, There ain't no problem. You well, should think like a white man. That's how they get, listen, they that's get how they the get checks, on the top, right? okay? They get the checks. Yeah. Well, a lot of the media. I strategically asked you why, because I knew that was the answer. Um... But I don't think it like I don't think it's weird. I think especially being in this space of like creators, yeah. you pull you can't help where you pull your creativity from. Yeah, absolutely. Like a little bit of why I um said the Grinch <laughs> early. I like Jim Carrey. Like that's my guy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you can pull your creativity from all different angles. So yeah. I, I'm glad that you were able to say that and be like, look, this is who I like. Yeah. This is who I'm rocking with, no matter what he looks like, who he is, like that's who you like. So yeah. I, I respect absolutely. that. Absolutely. He's my friend in my head. Like when I like, <laughs> You know, I'm just like, oh my gosh, when I see him on TV, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to meet you someday. We're going to, you know, chop it up. Right. And I'll tell you all about my screenplays. <laughs> yeah. We're going right. to work together. Right. Like, that is like my dream. Wow. So what yeah. are some things like about your vision um, maybe that you've had in common with him? Things that maybe he said in interviews where you're just like, oh, like I want to aim for that or I'd like something along those lines. I think one of the things that stuck out to me is just and this may seem like cliche, but just like not limiting yourself. Mm -hmm. There's so many people um, early on in his career that tried to silence his creativity Mm -hmm. and wanted him to do sort of like the norm, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like I'm a creator that doesn't necessarily, you know, create like cookie cutter sort of things when I write. Mm -hmm. And so having someone who just like don't limit yourself, no matter what people around you may think, Mm -hmm. you don't have to necessarily write about the struggle or write about what people may think you would write about Mm -hmm. just by looking 
looking at you as mm-hmm. a woman and as mm-hmm. a woman of color. Mm-hmm. And I think that that just resonated with me. That's great. And that's why I look, you know, yeah. forward to him. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. So, yeah. Now, I'm going to ask you two questions, but I want you to ask this one first. Answer okay. this one first. I'm sorry. Where does Jane Doe resonate from and start from? Okay. <laughs> um, so Jane Doe, obviously yeah. you guys know it's a dead person, right? Yep. So um, for John me... Doe? Like, yeah, John Doe. The lady. She's the lady. Okay. She's the lady yeah, version. She's the lady version. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm silly. I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. No worries. He's like, I know John, but Jane? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not ringing any bells. Hey, just met yeah. Jane. Hey, how you doing, Jane? <laughs> um, so for me, it's beyond that. It's someone mm. who has a story that's been untold, something that's been un, you know undiscovered. We are so much more than our names. Mm. And um, for me, I feel like we're all Jane Doe's until we... You know, to our story surfaces, right? Until we discover mm-hmm. who we truly are, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of, um, you know, where Jane Doe came from is breathing life into untold stories, sitting people down, telling stories mm-hmm. that haven't been told yet. Yeah, that's wow. great. Yeah. I love that breathing life into untold stories. So, I mean, what made you just decide that, like, you wanted to tell your story? Not everybody comes to that conclusion. Oh, really? Yeah. Especially working in corporate America. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, right? it's it's kind of a long story, but I'll shorten it. Okay. That's um, why we're here. That's why we're here. <laughs> okay. We got time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I didn't grow up as a creative, right? I um, that kind of that came to me when I moved to New York three and a half years ago. Mm. I, you know, I come from a huge That's family. Oh yeah, I, I come from um, a very um, mixed bag family. So my mother um, has nine kids, but I was sort of raised by another mom as well from two totally different racial backgrounds, two socioeconomic backgrounds, and so um, just kind of always trying to balance both families and, and identity and all of those things. Mm. I nev- I didn't necessarily have time to focus on me as a creative. Real quick, I feel like what you just said was a lot. Yeah. So if you, could, you said a yeah. lot in a short, condensed time. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of like expound on that a little yes. bit. What do you okay. mean by two different families, two different oh, mothers, yeah. two different upbringings? So when I was eight years old, um, I was introduced to a woman. She's a white woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was a nurse practitioner and um, and she worked with my oldest sister. And my oldest sister introduced her into our family. My mom, like I said, had nine kids. Mm-hmm. She was struggling and, you know, she just needed some more support with um, the younger ones. Yeah. And so she came into our lives sort of as like a godmother to mm-hmm. us. Um, like I said, she was a white woman um, from upper class society. Mm-hmm. And you know, she was like, you know, just kind of like helping us out. Yeah. But um, she, I feel like a lot of stories that we've heard are like black women going into white households and kind of helping them yeah. raise their kids and things like that. Well, it was interesting because it yeah. wasn't like, you know, we weren't like legally adopted by her. Mm-hmm. We still lived in both simultaneously. Like it was kind of like a divorced parent household where we would spend the weekends with wow. her and then the weekdays with my my biological mom. So it's almost like you're always treading in between two different yeah. worlds. You was she it. was your mom by herself in terms of like dad man in the house yeah so my father died when i was a baby so my mom always like kind of took care of us the best she could you know alone yeah Yeah, so wow are you familiar with um this is us the show yes (laughs) i love this is us do you feel at any point that you can relate to it a little bit or are there moments where you're like wow i didn't think other people were able to tell this type of story because i thought it was so unique to like my own yeah absolutely because i didn't grow up around that you know, mm-hmm. I didn't grow up around people with like those, you know, different stories mm-hmm. like that. It wasn't until, you know, I I moved here and I like you see it on TV. I was like, yeah, wow, yeah, like yeah. that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's dope. Because Randall's my favorite character. And I don't know if anybody watches This Is Us I'm familiar. Here. I'm familiar. Like, I haven't yeah. started I've, it yet. But I've the episodes like I have seasons. watched are tear jerkers, man. No, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But just the dynamic of the family, yeah. um, to see some of like the, the racial undertones in it, it really yeah. makes you look at um, a mixed family in a different way. 
So when you say that, yeah. that's the first thing I thought of, Randall. Because yeah, I'm like, yo, I, f- I love Randall. Like, that's my guy. <laughs> and I see, you know, some of the things that he's dealt with and how it kind of propelled him. He felt like, or he um, exudes that he got to work a little bit harder. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, and then he never feels accepted in one area or the other because he might be too black uh, for the white kids and too mm-hmm. white for the black crowd. Right. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So did right. you ever uh, did you feel like that? There? Oh, yeah. yeah. That, is, that is that is still a real struggle. It's yeah. just like, you know, especially growing up in the South, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I've always felt like I never really was accepted in either space because, like you said, mm-hmm. you're too, I'm too white for the black kids, but I'm too black for the white kids. Yeah. So it's just con- that constant, like, I feel like that struggle. sometimes, too. Yeah. No, no, you're just white. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. I feel like that's the times too. So I get it. I, I definitely yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. How have you like maneuvered those spaces, or like where did you find they were the most challenging? I'm sorry. The most. What do you? Yeah, mean? like be like being too like white for the black, like in school mostly. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's yeah. definitely in school, and then also in like your household too, because you know that doesn't just impact you; it impacts your entire surroundings. So mm-hmm. like in my neighborhoods, like I grew up in like you know the projects, and mm-hmm. so you're coming there and you're speaking a certain way. It's just like, oh, you talk white, you're being teased. I hate that. Right. You talk white only yeah. speaking intelligently, exactly. <laughs> or I have a vast vocabulary. Right. right. Oh my gosh, I can go on a whole tangent. <laughs> no, well, go ahead. <laughs> Okay, because yeah. I feel like speaking white makes it seem like that that means that somebody somebody else is better than you, right? Mm. And I don't think that. I think that it's you know speaking a universal English because mm. you know I like that we universal. Absolutely. English, yeah. Like, I think that you can be bilingual, not in terms of like speaking a totally different language, but mm-hmm. even when it comes to dialects, like For we sure. have the South, we have New York, we have For all sure. of these different spaces. Sure. And then, of course, I don't speak like this with my family. It's another dialect that mm-hmm. I speak. Correct. But when I'm out in public, I speak a universal English that like automatically clicks. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of how I feel when people <clears throat> say, oh, you speak white. I'm like, no, I, I like it to be a universal English. You just solved at least 50 percent of my issues <laughs> in life. <laughs> <laughs> the way you just broke that. Down, so I appreciate that. That's dope. That's yeah. You've been this eloquent all your um, life? In certain settings. Like, you gotta know when to turn it on, when to turn it off. No, it's like, true. But I feel you know like, what I'm saying? I've realized people don't even have the switch. Some people don't. And some people yeah. don't even understand the switch. Some right. people are so ignorant to the fact. And I guess, you know, it, it depends on who you are because there is a term called code switching. Yeah. Right. Some people right. are like thoroughly against it. I'm somebody who subscribes to it. Like, mm-hmm. depending on your situation, you yeah. have to adapt. Yeah. Like, I'm just somebody who yeah. is willing to adapt. Yeah. Like, I'm always going to be true to myself. Yeah. But I do understand there's a, a, a place, a time and a place for things. Yeah. Like, my mother told me that super early. There's a time and a place yeah. for everything. Talk about it. Like, when you're at church, it's not time to be on your phone and time to be trying to turn up. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and when you're speaking to somebody who's a little bit older, you speak with them not the same way yeah. you're going to speak to your, yeah. your friends. So, yeah. You know, and I just think place. that's good, effective communicating, like, skills, right? <clears throat> to adapting to the person that you're talking to so for that sure. you can speak their language, so that they can understand you. Absolutely. Right. Like, a Spanish person wouldn't yeah. come to me and start speaking Spanish because I don't speak Spanish. So they don't for understand sure. it. And I wouldn't go up to a person who's not from, like, my hood and be like, yo, 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 you want some crap? Yeah. <laughs> like, they don't know I like garlic crab trays. Yeah. I love crabs. Nah, yeah, I totally agree. Yo, 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 you want some crabs? <laughs> so listen, yeah. Jane, I want to know what your filmmaking style is like. Mm. I know you're relatively new to it. I know okay. you're probably even still learning the best way to even do things. But what do you think you bring to the table? Um, I think I bring um, sort of just like an sort of an indifferent view 
to everything. I'm mm. always one of those people that's always in the middle. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. You know, I am very independent. I can think in to- in several different ways. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to, like, approaching film and stories, I am not just inspired by people. I'm inspired by my stories, the people that I grew up, mm-hmm. that I grew up around. You know, we're in, like, this whole reboot culture, and I just think that that's just from lack of creativity. Like, do we not, you know, have thoughts of our own that we can sort of put out there? Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, in terms reboot. of... Re- reboot, reboot culture. culture. That is so yeah. tr- I just saw um, an ad yesterday for Coming to America 2 on the way. I'm and excited for that. I'm, yeah. I'm, and that's <laughs> like, kind of what I wanted to talk about. That's actually like yeah, the yeah, one yeah. of the few reboots that I'm really, really, really excited for. Right. Um, sometimes I feel like it comes from a place of lacking creativity, mm-hmm. but I feel like it also comes from people wanting the same thing over and over again. Right. Absolutely. right? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, do you that can be difficult. Th- it can be very yeah. difficult. Yeah. Do, you, do you think... Do you think about these things when thinking about film ideas, et cetera, trying to appease other people or appease yourself? Not at all. I try to appease my imagination and what's here mm. because I can't, sometimes it's hard for me to translate that into, you know, explaining that to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my, anytime I write something and it's always here first, it's always a dream it's, and then it becomes a daydream. Yeah. And then I said, you know, I need to write this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to write this story. Since I was a little girl, I've always dreamt in yeah. stories. I had mm-hmm. this big imagination just being ex- inspired by just like the world around me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I'm in writing mode, I can't even watch TVs or t- TV or movies. Like I just cannot. Silence. No. Yeah. I need silence. I need to be able to pull from my own. Creative. And hear yourself. Exactly. Yeah, that's good. Like in the mornings, I turn. On, I don't turn on any TV, like or music, none of that, mm. until maybe maybe about one, because I need myself to speak to me. Yeah. Gotcha. And I need to be able to hear myself. Yeah. And it's good that you get wow. to like work from home also, yeah. so that you have time to like create. But I'm sure you have to like keep yourself on like a tight schedule, right? Because like you gotta work you have to do like your money making stuff but then you have to like so what do you yeah how do you like organize that oh my gosh I am on a tight schedule okay and 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 most importantly is being single like that has like really (laughs) helped me focus focus right or are you forced to boy is a distraction <laughs> I'm don't say that. <laughs> they are. Relationships are distracting. They are. They, they are. can be. Yeah. It, well, it depends because I don't want to offend people. Oh, no, offend them, please. Listen, it's true. <laughs> your, your focus is divided. Absolutely. Yeah. Because when I was in two back-to-back, like three-year-long relationships, I realized I could. I didn't even know myself. I was just mm. like, wow, I'm giving all of my extra energy and mm-hmm. time to this relationship and not to myself. So, yeah. right. Were you writing during that period when you were I in a relationship? I was not. I was so focused on trying to climb the corporate ladder. I I just kind of forgot about myself. I'm like, oh, oh I want to build this great life with this person. So mm-hmm. I got to be able to contribute. I want the house. I want the vacations. I want all mm-hmm. of this. So I forgot about what I truly loved and yeah. tried to figure out what was going to make us happy. Right. And the whole societal view of what you're supposed to be. I yeah. have a question about That's that. So do, do you feel like you knew or had an understanding of who you were before you got into the relationship? Not at all. Or you felt like you had to find it once you broke up? You know, it's interesting you say that because I always thought I had a firm understanding of who I was. You know, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, I got it together, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then once I get once I got into those relationships and understood who I was, it's almost like I morphed into the person that I just did not need to be with, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I just knew mm-hmm. that that just wasn't for me. You were kind of morphing into the person you were in a relationship with. Absolutely, yeah. And um, just interesting. Step, once I yeah. stepped outside of that and said, you know what? you know Jane focus on yourself yeah mm-hmm. and that's when I decided like for three and a half years straight I applied for jobs in New York and got like rejected over like a thousand resumes wow. 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 yeah sorry yeah so while I was in Jacksonville Florida yeah. that was the first thing I did I said you know I have never wanted to live 
in my city. Like I studied in France for a semester. Oh, that's dope. Came back from our relationship. Un petit peu. Just a little bit. What does that mean? Just a bit. 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 Just no, I can't speak it, but just knowing, it like... No, not the language, just an accent. Just in the, the accent. Enchanté. Me, not me. How do you say? Bonjour. Je m'appelle Stéphanie. Ah, oh. uh, je m'appelle uh, Jane. Enchanté, oh. Jane. <laughs> that was the fakest. <laughs> you hear him? You hear you say I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, uh, uh, they over here shaking each other's hands trying to figure it out. Hey, 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 Listen, if we were at a restaurant right now <laughs> and we were ready for the bill, I would say, um, l'addition, s'il vous plaît, merci. Ah oui. Right. I don't know what y'all just said, but it sounds really good. <laughs> I'm asking for the check, please. I'm asking for the check. Uh, garçon, yeah. garçon. Garçon, s'il vous plaît, merci. So you went to school out there? That's I, awesome. I studied for a semester. I studied oh international business there. Wow, and how was that experience out there yeah. in Paris? Oh my gosh, it was in Rennes, but mm. it was an hour and a half France. from Paris. France. Oh, forgive me, France. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. you're fine. So you stereotyping. Remember I did that I, with I like did. Nigeria? I, uh, That's wow. what you just did oh, with God. France. I'm so sorry, Savon. I'm just like, I'm calling high school. <laughs> I'm calling high school. you got it, bro. Got it. <laughs> so you're in Rennes. Yeah, so yeah. I was in Rennes. Mm -hmm. um, actually, I was... Um, so I was supposed to be there longer, but obviously I came back sooner because of my relationship or whatever. Oh, okay. But um, no, it was a great experience. Did you meet him there? No, I oh. met him back in Florida. Got it, got it, got yeah, it. Yeah, okay. before I went. I actually met him like four months before I went. Got you it. You know that whole new phase where you're just like stupid? I've never been stupid in my life. What You've phase? been in the honeymoon phase. Like, talk about this phase, please. And the like, honeymoon yeah. phase is when you first meet that one person that you think you're going to spend the rest of your life with forever. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Okay, <laughs> and then everything is just costing euphoria for about mm, two to three months, depending on who you're fucking with. Okay. You feel me? <laughs> and then after about that fourth to fifth month, the arguments start to come through. Yeah, mm. yeah. They're, they're, it's when the reality real starts to come out. Right. Yeah. I feel like people can bullshit you for at least the first three months. Yeah. And then that's when you're like feeling yeah. the layers back. It's like your first ninety days or your money back guarantee. Steve Harvey taught yeah. you that. <laughs> that's in the book. <laughs> I don't want to know if that's no, in the book. It's like the probationary period when yeah, you're at work. Three like for three months, you're just like the best employee ever. And then <laughs> after it, that, you're like they see your three colors. Yeah, you can, you can, your true colors. You can be late that one Monday when you've like stayed out too late on Sunday. Like oh, I'll use one of my sick days. That is an interesting <laughs> conversation. Do you think we 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 wait for ourselves to become tired with someone, or do we just optim? Do we think optim? Uh, optimistically. Optimistically, yes. Mm -hmm. Hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. So you're saying, do we do we wait for ourselves to tire? Yes, because I, I feel like a lot of the times women do that. Wow. They won't. They won't. Yeah, we're getting deep. El elaborate. So you're saying that they tire of the relationship? Yes, but they per se wouldn't want to be the ones to mess it up. But, but oh maybe yeah, they're... me. I see what you're saying. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was totally yeah. me. Okay, you I was wait. like, oh my gosh, yeah. the next argument, I'm out of here. <laughs> and did you did you leave? <laughs> yes, I was like, oh gosh, my golden ticket. Then Jane, that's how you get down. I, 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 that was the old me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's been six years. Six I'm sure six she's years. Grown. So wow. so. 
And you don't have to like get into too much detail, Yo, like about the breakup. Steve, but did you plan next it? Next argument, I'm out. out. And then you just leave me. It's no hope for what us, the men. Fuck is going on, bro? We gotta you move. To bring your ass back here and argue some more. <laughs> some more. I'm about to go to Mars. See if there's any you females over there. You better bring your ass back here and argue some more. Yes. You see that? Absolutely. This is why women stay in relationships way longer than they need to. What you mean? Sure. You think you just go argue and that's bring gonna be the last argument? Bring your ass back here and argue some more. Yeah. You know, women love to argue. They're like, I cool. And another thing, and you look. Not you James, not me. James. She's like, one yeah. more and I'm done. I at, at least <laughs> let me cheat. At I least let me do something right. that makes you want to leave. How long were you guys together? <laughs> how long? What? Three you just go argue and leave? Three years. <laughs> three years. Now, it was just like, oh, well, guess we're not meant to be together. You know, we just, just can't be together anymore. I'm not doing this. Okay, cool. That's very mature of you. How did he take I, it? I need to learn that. How I don't, did he take I don't, it? I don't got that. Oh gosh, it was horrible because he cried. <laughs> and you oh. still left. I did. I was just like, oh, I'm free. Like, I gotta plan my life now. Goodbye. No, no, the funniest part about this is how easy she's saying all this shit. She probably told him just like this, yeah, it's over. <laughs> like it was a business transaction. Yeah. But it was three years though, so it was probably a long time coming. It was a long time yeah, coming. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah. It was like six years ago. Yeah. I mean, he's happy, he's married. I just oh. make sure, you know, I, I'm How did you feel hey. when he got married? Hey, did he send that invite? No. <laughs> hey, he ain't send an invite like, hey, you fucked up? <laughs> hey, hey, Jane, tell the truth now. No, one of my not. homeboys got an invite for one of his old joints. He was sick. No. Oh. He was sick. I would have crashed that bitch. He was sick. Remember the text I, I message been. we read that the guy yeah. sent um, like his ex-girlfriend who taught him how to love? Remember? Oh, yeah. You guys yeah, were like, should should you send that like yeah. on your wedding day? He's like, my wife knows I'm sending this. It's okay. <laughs> did you find out on Facebook, Jane? Like, how did it go down? Well, actually, I was on yeah. a hiatus from like social media for like mm. a long time during mm. my whole finding myself phase. Yeah. So I didn't I'm know what was going on in anybody's lives until a few months ago. How did when that I feel? Wow. Yeah. How did that feel to feel like completely detached? I don't remember the last time I've actually just been detached from the Six world. months is a long time. To not be on how, social wait, how media? long was it? No, no, it was about four years. Jeez, four crap. years off of social media. Off of social media. Yeah. So when you return, um, and I guess this goes back to your career, were there some struggles or obstacles that you had in trying to uh, get your work out there, or maybe trying to uh, create some things? Like four years away from anything, yeah, it's tough time. to kind of get adjusted to. Like my dad, he did. Uh, he went to jail for four years, mm. prison. Not jail. Prison for four years. Oh, he went up. To, he went up north. Oh yeah, he was up north for this. Oh, he came back home. The nigga didn't know how to drive. Wow. Wow. Well, let me not say he didn't know how. He, he, he no, things with it. were off. But it was a little off. Yeah, like yeah. we was in the left lane. The nigga started swerving in the right. I had to tap them. What the fuck is you doing, bro? Like you know, four years. You yeah. gotta get adjusted yeah. again. Absolutely. Like, so did you have any uh, obstacles like creativity? Of course, like just trying to understand what I wanted to say because I just didn't want to come back with like just the picture of me, you know. Right. Like yeah. I wanted to have <laughs> okay. Sophie, hi, hey, I'm back. peace sign. How you doing? I'm back. <laughs> no, I wanted to come back with something different because during that time I was writing and I was creating. I was I just had so much you know space to uh, just like develop myself right. as a creative. Yeah, and so I just needed to understand how to transition this and introduce it to the world yeah. where I can get my work out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was the biggest obstacle. I was like, oh, what's this whole liking thing? Like, oh, only, you <laughs> This know, whole liking thing, I love that. Following what years us. was yeah. that from? Because that's, yeah. that's very telling. Like, yeah. what year did you uh, make your escape and when did you return? I believe I was about 24 and I returned at 31. A few years, wow. a few weeks before my um, 31st birthday. And certain social medias oh, wow. kind of fell out by the time you came back, huh? Absolutely. So Facebook was probably a little bit more prominent at the time. 
and you realize like, damn, Instagram is probably yeah. kind of like the place to be. Absolutely. And you probably weren't familiar with Snapchat. Um, no, so I, yeah. I did Snapchat a little here okay. and there, but mostly just like with friends. I wasn't like yeah, with your little booze. Yeah, the, the pictures expired. I don't know. I know where you're getting at, Jane. <laughs> I feel you. We all been there. That's all right. <laughs> he found out he had an Instagram crush like two weeks ago. Listen, I've been on social media and I still don't know how to do a lot of this shit. Uh, oh, quick side note, by yeah, the way, yeah. I know how we can call listeners. There's a fucking video thing in the Instagram DM thing. There is. Oh, wow. I, I thought about this last night. I wanted to tell you guys oh, yeah. this. Yeah. Call yeah. us up. That's something that definitely yeah. wasn't on there like four years ago. Exactly. Sure. Four years ago. Sure. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I kind of want to talk about this life-changing event that happened to you. Because you talk about it a little bit on your website. Um, September, so September oh, 3rd. September. Yeah, your oh, life changed. You yeah. my website out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on now. <laughs> okay, so this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved to New York summer of 2016, just fully like trying to, you know, take my career to the next level in the corporate world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I realized, like, I thought that would make me happy, right? You know, I'm in New York. I'm in the city I want to be in, yeah. job, all this stuff. I got, like, a great offer. And I, like, sat in my room and just, like, cried because I was so unhappy. I was just like, why am I not happy? This is supposed to make me happy. And so um, I decided to just, you know, try to make my place a little homier. Right. Went out to this furniture shop um, up in Harlem because I was staying on the east side at that hey. point. The Upper East. Yeah. Hey. East side is Harlem. It's real. Yeah. It's real over there. So yeah. I, went, I went to Bob's Discount Furniture. Hey. Hey. Furniture, I know about Bob's. I know about Bob's. Bob's. <laughs> and it's interesting because yeah. this, this guy, he, um, I was sitting on this, I went in and sat on the couch and he just started talking to me. He was just like, you know, you look sad because my eyes were all red. I was crying. <laughs> And he was just like, you know, talk to me. And so I just kind of explained to him, like, where I was in life, career. And um, he was just like, well, you know, I'm a producer. And, you know, this isn't my full-time job. He was like, you know, is there anything else that you've ever wanted to do with your life that you Mm -hmm. can focus on now? And I said, well, you know, I've just always had a crazy imagination. He was like, okay, throw some stuff out to me. And um, I threw this idea out to him. And um, now it's called uh, called Royal Hughes. And it was about the first African-American woman marrying into the British family. This mm-hmm. was way before Meghan Markle mm-hmm. and Harry ever yeah. met. Yeah. And so oh, I just wow. told that entire story of how I saw it in my head. And mm-hmm. he was like, you need to go and write that. Mm-hmm. And that day, I went home and I wrote that entire story. It took me about five months to adjust it. Wow. But I just wrote and that was mm-hmm. like, yeah. that was it for me. I was like, wow, I finally found something that I was just like super Yeah. So is writing for you therapeutic? Um, it's therapeutic and... Yeah, I guess it is. It, it is therapeutic, and I just feel like so at home and at peace when when how, I'm writing. <clears throat> how much of your personal stories, or how much of yourself, do you put into your work? Well, it's interesting because my first two screenplays, it was nothing about me. It was mm. just like all about other people in these worlds that I would envision. Right. Um, the latest, <clears throat> the last few years, has been about just me and my story mm-hmm. and growing up in two different households mm-hmm. and you know understanding the different dynamic you know within that. So with writing the TV series and mm-hmm. doing the docu series and trying to create a screenplay out of mm-hmm. it, like that has definitely been pulled from my experience. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you think that when it's time to leave corporate America that you will be shitting yourself? <laughs> I say this because I had a conversation with someone this week and they asked, you know, what do I do? And I kind of told them what I do in media. I do a podcast. I work for the Joe Budden podcast, etc. 
Oh, you I, do? I do. I'm Screen Men Screen on Screen Men. Yeah. Wait, I've seen that yeah. epi- that that show a few times. I like the okay. guy who like has the hat on, who never Maul. smiles. Maul. Yeah, <laughs> what a description. You, yeah, you, you about to hook that. it up? Yeah. What's up? You about to hook it up? Say, Mom, what's up? It's been six years. No, 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 no. <laughs> not like romantically. Oh, Maul, he's good with the ladies. Steve, 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 Maul, good with the ladies, so you never know. He's a smooth criminal. He's so like respectful and so nice, and he's always like an advocate for women. Yes. You know, and right, I just right. enjoy like listening to like what he has to say. Yeah, Mal's me cool. too. I love Mal. Yeah, I love Mal. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so as I was kind of telling this cool story to someone, at least I thought it was. <laughs> person told me they go, "Oh, so you're a dreamer." It took everything in my power to not really get zesty on them, mm. but then I thought about it. And I'm like, "Hey, we're conditioned and taught to think like employees." That's right. Mm-hmm. So for me to really get angry with you is pointless because I just feel like you're not at where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. I've consciously come to the decision in my mind like, hey, I can't do that nine to five shit, man. We putting all the stock into this. Mm-hmm. So I am recent to all of this too. Yeah. So I'm asking you, do you think it's going to be scary? When you finally decide to make that You know, that when move. you got to break your wings out and just right. do it. Right. It's, I, I, I think of it like, you know, when, you know, back in slavery time when it's like time to to move on to freedom right Mm. it's always hard to cut the cord because you're so comfortable there even though you were mistreated and Mm -hmm. you know it was probably a shitty situation but the idea that freedom is on the other side of that is just breaking those chains and and running towards it is is very scary yeah i think it is going to be frightening for me but just also knowing you know hearing stories like you guys is like you know Mm -hmm. There's like a light at the end of the tunnel. Sure. There's freedom on the other side. Absolutely. That's great. Freedom of expression. And Absolutely. so, literally, yeah. freedom. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, why did you decide to go back to the people around you to tell your story? And what did you learn about yourself? Um, oh my gosh, yeah. I learned a lot about myself. I learned that there's moments where I was unkind, and there are moments that, you know, um, where I did things in my childhood that affected people, and I had no idea that I. I've done that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I learned more about my, you know, my mom and why she couldn't necessarily provide for us. Mm-hmm. You know, her being, you know, she was 10 years old when the Jim Crow laws ended, right? Wow. So think wow. about, like, the options that her mom had for them. You know, they didn't have any. And so when you're, you know, not necessarily educated or not taught well, that spills into the community. That spills mm-hmm. into your children. Yeah. And so instead of looking at her as, like, a bad mom and having all this resentment, I kind of looked at it from a more understanding place. And um, also understanding how to build a better relationship with her. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily her being the mom I need her to be, but, who you know, meeting her where she is right now. Yeah. And understanding <laughs> yeah. that aspect of who she is um wow. yeah i was in a bookstore the other day strand <laughs> wow, um and i was reading this book called um things i was never able to say to my mother or something like mm. that and it's a collection of like five stories from these women and men who have varying like different kinds of relationships with their moms mm. um and i thought it was so interesting because i think especially in motherhood like women lose themselves mm. in just trying to provide for their kids and make a home and they forget who they were before they became mothers or they started especially like our the generation before us our parents 
you know, who are in like their 60s and 70s now, yeah. not Savon's. Listen, Savon's grandparents are 32. Young. <laughs> 32. 32. I don't know how. They look like his big brother and oh sister. God. I don't know how. Savon went to, the, to LA the last fountain weekend. fountain of youth. I don't know. I don't know. And are I they see seriously? Yeah. Listen, 30, not a day past 33. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> a day past 30. My grandparents. In the face at least. Shout out in to the them. Face. They look amazing. They look great. Right. Shout out probably going to listen to this too. Yeah. So shout out to all my grandparents. Doing amazing. They look younger than me. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell yeah, you. Let me tell they you. are pretty young yeah. too. They're not, not even sixty. Yeah. Okay. That's wild. Yeah. But like, yeah, you know, like our parents. So it's like, I think my mom, mm-hmm. like, she got married to my dad when she was twenty-one. Twenty-one had her first kid by twenty-two. Jeez. So like, when I think about who I was at twenty-one, like, I had no idea who I was. Like, I'm twenty-six now, mm-hmm. but that was such a different Stephanie. Yeah. So you know in talking to your mother and like finding that grace to kind of like because was there did you harbor any resentment along the way I did there like when I was in middle and high school I was very angry inside and I kind of blamed her for a lot you know I was just like oh why can't you be like you know this other you know my other mom that was in the picture you know just kind of like holding a lot of resentment towards her and like why can't you be this person and um just really trying to you know with with doing the docuseries and with you know interviewing her you you know all of that was just kind of like released I was just yeah. like wow like you know she had such a horrible upbringing and you know she you know just the things in her past like you know seeing her mother be, being abused and seeing her mom died at like you know 14 with 10 children of her own wow. I'm like wow you know I just put things into perspective I'm mm-hmm. like wow she's a human at the end of the day she's not just a mom she's yeah. a person yeah right. for sure um yeah. do you think like um do you actively avoid personalizing and putting some of your own experiences into your work because I know you said the first few were about like just other stories that you observed or however you got to the conclusion of creating those stories was that like a purpose like was it purposely that you did that or because Mm -hmm. some people could probably maybe not feel ashamed but not feel comfortable Mm -hmm. talking about themselves in that manner so it might just be easier to kind of create you know, a different world, a different lane to just get started. And now you said you're kind of easing your way into, you know, making it about you or relating it to you. Like, was that an active uh, thought? I, I think what it was, um, I think it was subconscious. I think I mm. did it to veer away from who I was, you mm. know, writing about all of these stories. It took the focus off me because when I started writing more about my stories, I would have to face <clears throat> the people around me and face mm. myself, mm. you know, yeah. and, and understand, like yeah. go way back and dig deep. And I thought, wow, like, you know, I really have to look myself in the mirror and, yeah. you know, with me talking to like, you know, my younger sister and, and, yeah. and to her telling her story, like I have to understand like, the things that I did to, to, you know, cause a rift in a relationship or Mm -hmm. to make her feel a certain way in our future. So Mm -hmm. those things I tried to avoid because I knew I would have to eventually face myself. Mm -hmm. But now I'm very comfortable with who I am and Mm -hmm. I'm okay to be like, you know what, that sucked. And I can apologize as an adult and I can move, you know, past it. And my work has been, you know, so much better. It's progressed a lot. And have you, have you become more comfortable with yourself, do you think that some of the films that you've made and some of the stories that you've heard while talking to your family members, because it's like you know they say the truth, like sets you free, but first it'll like 
try to kill you. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, like it'll sting. It's funny yeah. that you asked that stuff. Yeah. And I'll uh, like elaborate on the same thing that yeah. she asked. What were some of the things that you had to apologize for? Yeah. If you don't mind sharing. Oh That's yeah, of cool. course. Um, so like like I said, there was like another woman, you know, raising me, another mom, and mm-hmm. she was white. And so there are some times when I was a kid where I would be like, oh well, you know, she's better because you know she can give me X Y Z, and then this family can't because of that situation. Mm. So you know, with me interviewing my younger sister, understanding mm-hmm. what her thought process was during all of that you know me kind of rejecting her reject rejecting blackness you know in a sense and I'm just like wow like I never knew I made someone feel that way wow. or you know by me saying oh well you're just jealous because I get to have x y and z things or because I get these opportunities and I was just like wow like that really sucks and that can you know you know torment someone and they can mm-hmm. hold on to that and, and they could shape how they feel about you yeah. in the future right yeah 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 and so just kind of digging deep into like a lot of those issues to be able to write about it from mm-hmm. that standpoint as a child but then to progress as an adult and understand like where you went wrong and you know just a simple wow i didn't know that you yeah. felt that way mm-hmm. i'm so sorry yeah. were your other brothers and sisters raised by your other mom no it was just, just you the, just myself and my younger sibling got it yeah. got it got it so, so this go ahead uh, the sister that you had like had to apologize to, was she not one of the kids that was raised? She actually was. But okay. There was like an incident where those two kind of ended their relationship, mm-hmm. and there was just like a lot of drama behind right. it. And I didn't realize, you know, for me as a kid, I don't yeah. know how to deal with that. Like, I don't yeah, know how to deal with like right. a falling out. I'm still trying to like, you know, yeah. make choosing my way. sides. Even exactly. Right. Yeah. And so I think that was like a huge part of it. I was just like, wow, like I didn't know that some of my actions as a kid made you feel that way for me, you know, mm-hmm. towards me as an adult, and just trying to, you know, mend those bridges, and so mm-hmm. that we can be able to talk about what happened as a yeah. family. Wow. Yeah. What are some of the things that? Um, your mother that you grew up with in the beginning stages taught you that you didn't realize um i don't know how to word it because i'm sure it's a different upbringing obviously white mother Mm -hmm. you know you look at her like your mother and i loved i i like i want to emphasize i love the fact that you say hey i have two moms Mm -hmm. you don't say you know whatever the technical term is that's not how you identify Mm -hmm. it and that show and yeah i'm the same way i have two dads i have a a uh, biological father, and then I have a father who uh, my mother married, which is technically a stepfather, but you don't hear that word come from my mouth. Yeah. So I can identify with somebody who says, hey, I have two mothers, and you stand firm in it. But I'm sure it's something that um, your mother probably taught you, you know, as a white woman, that you probably didn't realize or maybe understand or appreciate at the time. Right. But now looking back on it, like what were some of those things, lessons, conversations that she had to say, hey, look, like this is what it is. Yeah, Mm. one of the biggest things she taught me was, you know, being able to speak in different environments, right? The whole bilingual thing. Right. You know, she would, she, she, pretty much told me she goes I'm not trying to you know take you away from mm. who you truly are she goes but That's I'm beautiful. but I, but what I want to sh- you know share with you is that you're going to if you want to exist in several different spaces you're going to have to learn how to maneuver and so mm. just having you know speech classes mm-hmm. you know I was 8 years old when I met her and you know yeah. I was yeah. just like it's a little wild get a child. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying like <laughs> foe and do you know what I'm saying especially in the south go ahead talk to your shit girl go ahead talk your shit you know what I'm saying? You got phone? Uh, phone. I can't even. Oh I can't my even, gosh. My shit is trash. My oh shit. my goodness. But no, nah, that's that's cool. 
Kodak. In her like. best Kodak black accent. Oh. <laughs> what happened, fool? Him. That's who you was, Kodak? You was yes. my Kodak? I love oh that. My gosh. Let me yeah. try the boat. Come on, let's hear it. <laughs> Let me try the boat, man. <laughs> He's stupid. That He's was stupid. pretty good. That was, that good. was the only accent he ever like executed well. <laughs> I honestly. I so since we're here, yeah, yeah, can yeah. you please tell us like about growing up in Florida or your part of Florida? Mm. Oh my gosh. I mean, it was... Because you know what we hear in New York. <laughs> let's take a trip back. We let's hear take that in the world. Like, it's not just New York. Yeah. I think it's like seeped everywhere that Florida is like takes us take us back to Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville yeah. was like. I mean, I had a good time. I mean, we just I'm had sure. you know family members came over. We had crab like crabs. Is Here it is. She's talking okay. about her we family have and her accents coming out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. we have crab, garlic crab trays. You know, my mom get her a little check or whatever. She's like, hey, what do y'all want from the store? Y'all all get one chewy. Like I don't know. We, we, we had a good time. We we're always like we yeah. always had a lot of friends around. Yeah. Like yeah. it was a lot of us. It was nine. So did, did you grow up in a church at all? You did two of them, a black Ooh. church and a white church. That's Both moms so went to church. Yes. Oh, that's yes. wow. This is so interesting. This is so interesting because yeah. Kanye West mm-hmm. uh, obviously just dropped his album this week. And I was listening to actually one of his interviews. I don't know if it was either with Big Boy or with Zayn Low. I saw both. Don't ask yeah. me why. But he said something that kind of spoke to me, and it, it kind of moved me in a sense. Um, the way our depictions of church as as children are always so negative. Yes. And boring, yes. and bland, yes. and dull. Yeah, you know. And he's, of course, trying to change that that stigma and mm-hmm. that narrative. Yeah. Was it the same for you? Did you find anything in the church growing up that you kind of put into your screenplays? Mm. Oh, not yet. Mm. No, not yet. I haven't gotten that far into it yet. Yeah. But um, it, I did think it was boring and dull. Yeah, I'm interested in hearing like the differences between like. Black church, mm-hmm. like you gotta stay all day. Yeah, you know you might eat some food after, right? You got Your mama gotta talk to deaconess and usher that, and <laughs> Deacon, you know Bradley. Saying, Deacon Bradley. Deacon Bradley, can you stay, please? Hey, hold you know on. What I'm saying they leading the fish fry, <laughs> um, and then you have white church, which you know might be a lot different. So what was a little the, bit more formal? Oh, you know I've been mean? to white church. You know, oh, he, he, yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> what he is it? <laughs> And listen, I was, I was, you don't get me wrong, I liked it. God was in there. God I wasn't really <laughs> feeling that funk. So it kind, I kind of understand where yeah, he was yeah, coming yeah. from to that aspect yeah, where yeah. it's like, damn, at least if it's brand new church, right. you know, my daughter North identifies yeah. church as something fun. Yes, yes, you feel yes. Me? And that's just different yeah. for me. But the white church was different, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, talk about some of those differences. Oh, yeah, yeah I'll tell you a huge difference. Yeah. When I was home during the summer, mm-hmm. I went to church with both my moms. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, of course, um, my white mom, whose church starts at, like, you know, 10 o'clock, and we're out of there at, like, 12, right? <laughs> and then yeah. my other mom was like, oh, you, you say you were going to come to church with me? I was like, oh, yeah, let me come for, like, the last 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And so, mind you, they live on two opposite sides of the world. Oh, my One mom lives wow. at the beach, and the other lives mm-hmm. near the airport, so it's about 45-minute drive. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, 45-minute drive, I drive to my mom's church on the north side of Jacksonville shout out north side um, <laughs> so I go in I'm like oh you know we're about to end and yeah. I mean he just probably got excited that I was there and he spoke for like two hours more like I had to sit down oh wow. yeah it went until like three o'clock so I was literally in <laughs> church like, like a, yeah it was all like day. the sermon or he, he wanted to talk to you after no, church was the over sermon and then he wanted to talk got yeah. it yeah. and then you know like in a black church we pray that. at least seven times 30 like at least <laughs> y'all want to hit my mom's church schedule I would love My it. mom goes to church <laughs> at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen in the room. That's standard, right? That's yeah, standard. That's, standard. standard. that's cool, right? Might have a 10, might have a 12 p.m. service. 10, 12. Yeah. Yeah. Might like. have an 8 a.m. depending on how big the congregation is. Not bad. Not bad. Really checking the scene. You know. My mom leaves that church at 5 p.m. 
Wow. And it's part of the reason That's as a job. <laughs> listen, <laughs> I tell her she work on the weekend. She don't listen to me. <laughs> but she, she probably serves the at the church, right? She um, probably serves at the church, right? So yes. Yeah. You, so you, you kind of know yeah. that, of course. Because when so, you serve, you gotta help clean up. You gotta help set up. You gotta help make sure everything is. You know. I'll be like, Mom, do you have to do all of that? Yeah. Yeah. See. You know, they call my mom Mother Daniels. She's like ten people in her church. Wow. Yeah, mm. I actually did. Like, and she and her thing is taking pictures every Sunday. Like I did a DMX challenge with my mom, like for my mom <laughs> and all her church pictures. It's on my page. <laughs> it, it was so funny because That's like funny. every single I think she goes to church just to take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So but Jesus knew she was there. Absolutely. Since we've somehow bumped into yeah. the, the church conversation, yeah. uh, let's talk a little bit about Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of us kind of have a background at, at some level in church. Um, and even if you don't, you know, Kanye has now brought Jesus is king and religion and yep. spirituality to mainstream. Right. Um, so what are your thoughts on I don't know if you're keeping up with it. Um, how do you feel uh-huh. about Kanye? If you listen to the album, like let's let's start off with the album because we haven't got a chance to t- talk about, uh, talk about yeah. the album because yeah. last week uh, we recorded it came out on Friday. Yeah. So how do you feel about the album? OK, so I haven't listened because okay. I'm not like necessarily a Kanye person. Got it. Um, you know, after I think, yay, I was kind of just like, oh, yeah, you're okay, cool. I feel you. yeah, I'm cool off him. And then he mm-hmm. just like this gospel album. I don't know if mm-hmm. he's doing it to try to appease like a certain demographic and mm-hmm. try to get back into the good graces. So I'm not necessarily interested. I'm waiting for all the reviews mm-hmm. to read it and figure mm-hmm. out which songs I need to read first. Mm-hmm. Listen, no, I wasn't dapping you up, oh. but thank you. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Jane. Uh, uh, like, I'm so cool. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I was looking at Kyle, because mm-hmm. Kyle and Steph were having a conversation last week on how me and Kyle think, Steph's a little naive. She doesn't like that word. Don't tell her. Okay. When it comes to Kanye West. And it kind of speaks to kind of what you said. I give him the benefit said. of the doubt. I'm you, not you naive. give him the benefit of the doubt. continue. This week, Cardi B comes out and says... Um, we have basically turned our back on Kanye West when he found God. Where do y'all stand on that? I've been kind of like... Have you like, listened to the album? I have listened to that. Have you listened to Hands On? I've, that's probably one of my favorite songs. It's the best song on there. Wow. And it's the best song on there because it's so relevant to, the, to what you just said about people abandoning him once he's found God. Right? So like one of the lines is, um, what you've been hearing from the Christians... Told you, I told y'all that God was my mission. What y'all been hearing from the Christians? They be the first one to judge me. Damn, I like know all the lyrics already. <laughs> I love that song. I really? love that song, and I don't love it because of the hype or anything. Or I love the song because it's so real. Like it's so, it's so college dropout, late registration hey, for hey, me. I don't know about and when I'm talking about, about that, I'm talking about his like what he was talking about on his on his early. You know, it was a lot of self-reflection. Yeah. It was a lot of, it's hard for me to get into these spaces kind of talk. It was a lot of sarcasm about how is people it were Do you feel that as genuine? I, so Cause I, I have mixed feelings So here's the thing, Kanye. it's hard to say that, right? It's hard to say it about anybody because you never know people's motives or intentions. My personal feeling, I feel like it is genuine, but y'all already, you know, y'all think like I'm Kanye's spokesperson. No, no, God Or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He y'all Kyle think I'm Kanye's that. spokesperson I don't, I don't feel like or whatever. Because I like to look at Kanye with an open yeah. mind. You uh, have to, but you, you get yeah. killed for it, obviously. So yeah, it's, and I'm it's okay with so, that. No, for sure. Yeah, I'm okay with that. It, it, I, I'm okay. Did with y'all it. see the merch? I believe that he just <laughs> released. Sus. He's using Microsoft it's, basic fonts at that. Mm. People I'm, that I'm do graphic design. I'm sorry, Savon. People that no, do graphic either. design. Did you see the Zane Lowe interview? I did. I think he was wearing it. No, he was no, wearing no, it in no, the no. Big Boy interview. No, he released. No, this is different merch. 
Yeah. This is different merch. This Let looks like No, he had that shirt on in the big boy interview. The blue no. one? Yes. No, that it wasn't the blue one he's coming out with. He's coming out with like this, it's white with shorts. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then it's wow. like this is Jesus God, Jesus peace on the arm of it. Yeah. Okay. But it looks like super chopped it's up. This is this right here. You gonna show it real quick? This. Very interesting, right? Like, I don't know how I feel about this. It's yeah, like, and I'll show you. It guys. looks so like gimmicky. This one up here. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't love the merch. You don't love the. Merch. I don't love the. I'm merch. not. I'm so not where really you going feeling yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like so before. Yeah, before I saw right, the right. merch, um, I was I was on I was on the side with Steph. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I listened to the album with an open mind, open mm -hmm. heart. Cool, right? I listened to the Big Boy interview. I don't fucking like Zane Lowe, so I didn't listen to uh, <laughs> Zane Lowe. Yeah. I, was I listened to the Big Boy interview, you know, and I heard his thoughts. And I think he said a lot of thought-provoking things. I think he said a lot of truthful things that people may not agree with, so they don't want to hear it. Yeah. Right? I also, again, like with uh, Kanye, this is a, like a theme on the podcast, narcissism. <laughs> this is the highest level mm. of narcissism, Kanye West. When you listen to him speak about how he was the culture or how, you know, uh, we worship him. And uh, he was also making fun of like uh, when uh, everybody was wearing the white at the Sunday services mm -hmm. yeah. and Big Boy was like, hey, that look a little cultish, like mm -hmm. like a cult. Mm -hmm. I said that actually. And he podcast. joked about it. He was mm -hmm. like, yeah, you know, it do look like a cult, but fuck it, I don't care. I did that on purpose. Like, you know, so there were a lot of Indoors. Well, he said, he said once they, he came and told him that, he said, it do kind of, and he changed it. Not well, this past they week, had, he, they, yeah. he just did it again. Yeah. He just had everybody had dressed in white. white. All white again. Yeah. So, you know, he's, he's, yeah. he's playing around a little bit, yeah. I, I feel like. So I don't really know where to stand on him but I do think it is important that people kind of look at it with an open heart yeah. like right. mine just because you don't agree with him right. like ah, that's just me though. here's the thing I think that people are that. kind of playing into what they don't want right they're like I don't want to give Kanye so much power mm -hmm. in my life and decisions or whatever mm -hmm. but then they'll be like I won't watch it because I feel like I won't be able to look at him from an objective view. People question. are like looking at him just like how he says, like he was the God. He said, yo, I thought I was the God of culture, but culture was the God of me. Stay right there. <laughs> I love that because that kind of goes to the question I was going to ask you guys. Do you guys think Kanye West is going to become bored of religion? As he's gonna done what? bored of oh. religion. Well, okay. I'm, it oh. just, just let me, because it looks like, you know, when he's into something, he's into it and mm -hmm. he's off of it. And then it's like, what's next? He's constantly looking for that what's next, what's next. Absolutely. And I just want to say this. I would take him more seriously if this came, if he would have gone away for, say, two years and just, like, you know, we haven't heard anything from him. And mm. he does, like, some soul searching. Last year was, you're such a fucking hoe. <laughs> and I get it. You found God this year. Who am I to tell you and you not found you, Jane. God? And I promise you, Alex is a oh, gentleman. Yeah, not <laughs> like, he, he doesn't oh, talk to our guests. Like, yeah, he, he doesn't opinion. talk to our guests like this. Like, Alex, no, like, come on, bro. I didn't even catch that. Respect. He's like, last year, you were such a fucking and looked her dead in her soul so I just want to make sure no we, you, we embrace you're good Jane. well no someone did offer me last night when I was yeah. in the subway he was like hey I'll give you two dollars to have sex with me and I was just like two just two dollars that's it <laughs> it don't think I want more I don't know which well, I was more offended by the two dollars <laughs> oh, the the, yeah, it, was, it was interesting but maybe oh, yeah. what's your starting point to have sex like what's your starting point Holy for somebody shit. to trick me yeah <laughs> Like what? Good are you, looking and what, bad what, looking. Come wait, on, what's up? Talk to me. What are you willing to pay? Uh, right. What am I willing to pay? What are you nothing, willing nothing, to pay? Nothing. And what is your price for somebody to pay? All right, I'm not willing to pay for nothing because I'm not paying for pussy. Two. That's a lie. I'm not paying for pussy. I'm not paying for pussy. Let's I'm say sorry. sex. 
I'm not paying for sex. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> That's not happening. Women, but ladies, y'all have a no. I mean, y'all don't. You know, really that that as in you don't pay for that. sex. Okay, so let's let's reverse it. Let's, <laughs> and that's just me. Y'all don't have to pay. It's Jane different. might feel different. I the don't know. It's a different conversation. But yes. what is the price for? for me. Somebody say, hey, you know what? I'll throw you X amount of dollars. Zero. Zero? I, I just can't. It's my integrity. I can't. They just won't allow. But people was calling me crazy hey. when I was no. talking about integrity. No, that somebody, was a whole somebody different on, conversation. No, somebody on Instagram, on, on Twitter, literally said. <laughs> That's a different conversation. He said, have, is it? Yeah. Why? Because, you know, we're. She said integrity. <laughs> oh, I'm Y'all sorry. talking money. <laughs> no, we're not even going to bring it up. <laughs> no, let me tell you. So y'all look crazy. I'm like speaking Cantonese. Come on, here. two on two. No, 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 let, me, no let me tell you. It's not necessarily, I think, who pe- people who take money for sex don't have integrity. I'm just uh-huh. saying, me personally. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I just could never. Your own integrity my own for integ- you. For myself. No, if somebody is out there doing their thing, yeah, go ahead, take care of yourself, do your thing. If somebody want to give you money and you want to do it, whatever. <laughs> but for me personally I just could not do it like I just can't take money for, I mean if maybe I think, if I so had, a guy on Twitter asked me right okay. a guy on Twitter said he says Steph have, I don't know you personally he was like but have you ever had sex with a man that you didn't want to be with just because you were horny he was like if so your theory on having morals is not wrong but foolish and so I guess oh. what he was saying was that if you would have sex with somebody that you don't want to right. under any circumstances, then you don't have morals or your morals are foolish. Are so so then I, I listened to that or whatever. <laughs> and I was just like, I was just like, well, first of all, I have been in that situation before. And I was like, it made me feel like trash, actually. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah like immediately. Like, like immediately, you didn't enjoy it at all. like that I did clarity, until after. I told you. Yeah, post nut clarity is and a I'm thing. And I'm just like, what am I doing with this that's guy? Lust. No, no, no. Lust is cool. What am I doing with this guy? So, so it's made me feel like that trash. Is, and I was bro. like, that is where, that's where it comes from. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's where those morals come from. So it's like, so I know it makes me feel like trash. So why would I do it? So because you don't, you don't you have like a price. feel like trash sometimes. You don't have a price, and that's cool. Just, we already talked. Yeah, okay. yeah. You know how I stand on that already. <laughs> For sure. We already we are, we already know how to stand, but we didn't come here today. <laughs> no, we to did talk not. about our price. No, we did not. Okay, this is a lovely we, woman. We turned from like the dual <laughs> church experience <laughs> to, to Kanye to Kanye West. <laughs> you know what I mean? To like, what's your price? Well, there right? is a dating app. It's called Name. What's your price? And you can is go that really? on there. Oh yeah, you can go on there and yeah, um, you lying. Hold up. Yeah, it's that. What's your price? Let me check for like research purposes. You can go on there and what? You can go on there. It's like before it's saying, okay, well, what's your price like your allowance that you want every week or every month oh yeah and they to pay do exactly you like, what well sometimes it's just dinner you can do more if you want but like they'll pay you for, like just to have just your to company. go to dinner yeah, to oh have... yeah I'll be a little sugar baby and then depending on how much you're paying is how much is expected absolutely oh, yeah, that's kind of how what's your price or name your price something like that name your price this yeah. is interesting I might go I might go out to dinner a couple times yeah. no you won't <laughs> no you won't I have a variety of friends <laughs> so yeah I know yes I would I would go out to dinner a couple times would you yeah just mm-hmm. for some money just for some money no what about your morals this is someone that wants to pay, but this is, pay for but time but we're not talking about sex I'm talking about my time you can get some time but you don't, you don't want to get some dinner but time. this is not a person you would normally just kick it with. No. So what about your morals So now? I do have a price when it comes to dinner. Absolutely. Oh, so dinner. when it comes to dinner. We're not talking about me busting it wide open after dinner. Well, I that got a price to a be continu- a trick. You got a thousand? I'll go to dinner. I would go to dinner for some money. Of course. Why not? I'm, I'm not ashamed. Like, yes, that is what I would allow. Yeah. I'm not now, saying I'm going on the app tonight. You know what I'm saying? But like, if we talk about prices. What if you, you enjoy the conversation at dinner? Like, you thoroughly enjoy it. And then he says, you know what? 
for an extra two. I got another stack. I got. Wait, now alcohol has been in the system. You're a little loose. Hey, I got another stack. Let's just go back to my hotel. I would like to continue this conversation with you. And you know what? I probably wouldn't even, cause like. Men, like I said, men are distracting, and I'm trying to focus. Let's get back that to the actually. Men are distracting, yeah. right? Distracting. That, that's your theory. Oh, my gosh. Um, you were single for I six years. That. I don't believe that. Yeah, and oh. counting. Y'all yeah. are distracting. Y'all are, y'all are too much to put up with. What are some of your toxic traits? Ooh. Like, not women in general, Ooh. but just you. Me, my toxic. Oh, I like, if I called up dude who has a wife right now and said, hey, you're, <laughs> we got Jane here, I would love to hear some of, you know. Your, your self-reflection um yeah i think um i love my opinion and i love you know not to be right but like it's very hard to turn me away from something if i'm passionate about it so mm-hmm. he would probably say like you you know she's she always has to win the argument or she thinks she's right all the time mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. you got that a lot didn't you and yeah. what's, what's uh, <laughs> zodiac sign you believe in zodiac signs yes i'm a taurus Oh. oh, me too. Oh, makes, oh my gosh, that's uh, what your birthday. So what makes sense? sense. Makes <laughs> yeah, tell makes, us. I already May told 18th. you about my homegirl that's a Taurus. It makes mad sense. <laughs> what does? Please enlighten us. Yes. We're all waiting to hear. Come on. Right, Jane? Listen. Nah, y'all, y'all are very like, you know, your morals are high. That's yeah. all. Through the roof. <laughs> like, that's Good. it. Your morals are really high. <laughs> so, it, it hey, makes a lot of sense. you guys stand on something, y'all stand on Absolutely. I think Tauruses live, I think we live our life through experiences and experiencing things. Absolutely. And once we experience them, we're like, oh, I either love this or I hate it. And once we love it, we're sure about it. Once we hate it, we're like, nope. Don't ever have to do Don't that again. Don't ever talk to me about it again because I'm good. Yep. Like I've never been, gone back with like with an ex. You know, that was an experience. I've done no? that. You know, thank you so much for your really? services. Yeah. You've never done that? Never. Never done what? Once I'm done, go back I'm with an done. ex. You never going back to your ex? And never, ever. In 31 years? <laughs> never, Man, it's a whole lot of man. I was never done. Never. Never. <laughs> never. I was never done. Okay, Steph, you see how she being defensive. You see how your Taurus sister oh, being word, defensive word, over word. there, right? Who me? Oh, Super you, defensive. you never defensive. So y'all never been back to an ex ever in life. So okay, so here's here's the definition of an ex, right? Here's the definition definition. Please of an ex. tell me. I don't even ex, know what Instagram crush is. An obviously. ex is someone who you've exed out from your life for now. So if I'm still messing, <laughs> so if I'm still messing with you, then you're still in rotation. Absolutely. No, that's not true because yeah. if, no, 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 because so we are no longer boyfriend and girlfriend, yes, which means you are my ex partner. Get him. So now we speak. Get sure, but we're, we're still, still cordial, but we're still in relationship. No, yeah, we are. Friend, that, the, no, we are because guess changed. what? Because guess what? The relationship has changed. To a I'm not saying you're not, but guess what? Nine times out of ten, right? Nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. If you're still having, if if a couple is broken up and the girl is still having sex with the, the man, there's something that she's still benefiting from, from that relationship. Okay. And there's something that he's still benefiting from. They're still benefiting so, from each other somehow. It could be toxic. There's been relationships. And yeah. I, I think this will kind of bring a little bit of clarity. Please do, right? brother. So <laughs> yeah. in a relationship with yeah. somebody, you guys take off uh, some time apart for let's say a month, two months, three months, four months, however long, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you then rekindle it. Mm -hmm. Throughout those three, four, five, however long months, Mm -hmm. that was an X during those moments. Yes. I guess. Yes. So, yes. if you pick it up, <laughs> you're rekindling a relationship. Look at but Jane. your intent throughout those yeah. months was, hey, no. I have an ex, which allows you to date, which allows them to date, which means you're not breaking any kind of barriers. See, this is why but, men got trauma now. <laughs> this is 
why men like, like but you gotta say at some point you were an ex thank you alright well once I'm done with somebody <laughs> I'm done <laughs> okay yo fellas I got us I got us no. I got us but I have never done that either see so let me so let me get this right she's a better woman when than you, me when you done with the nigga it's just I don't respond to your text messages your calls I delete you off all social media I'm sorry you don't use social media and she's back they just get deleted out of your life that's uh, it absolutely oh I'm scared of you why? No, oh, I'm, I'm not surprised. I mean, no. I'm scared. No, 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 no. no. It's fuck? not. I'm scared of these. <laughs> what is going on? I don't know. Why? What's the problem? Isn't What's that... the problem? Exactly. What's the problem? Argue no. with me. That's, That's the problem. Yes. Do no, not, they, like, they, fight. They they know that we're no longer together. So why do we need to communicate after we're no longer together? Because we need to talk about why we're they not. They need closure. We need it. So that way when we go into the next relationship, you know, it doesn't linger. That way we don't have that trauma, ladies. You know well, what you did no, wrong and you could do it better? We got closure when we sat across from each other and said this was over. No, sometimes not everything is in person. You've broken up with every single person in person? No. Yes. Oh, you just a killer. No, 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 no. no. Conversational. It's just like, hey, let's have a conversation about yeah. why we should Have you not ever be missed together. the next? Have you ever said, hey, I kind of missed this person? Um, probably, but it's been so long ago. But wow. you know what, though? Yeah, but I don't I think believe so. her. I believe in that I'm thinking about it. She's been yeah. single for six years. Six. Yeah. That's discipline. That's discipline. I have never not been in a relationship ever. Oh, wow. Until She's a now. <laughs> How many have you been single? No. It hasn't been long at all. A week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I just knew like it. recently. It's just. Oh, it's the Taurus connection. It I just is. saw it in her I, eyes. I huh? knew it in her eyes because when you say, oh, well, not for long, because usually people say, oh, a few months. And yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's new. It's new. Definitely super more new. like a week. Why have you been single new. for six years? Yeah. yeah. By choice. Discipline. We're no good for her. So. Don't, don't so, answer for her, Savon. I'm just trying to give her some Come on. So, and, 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 and I don't know how much of this you want to share, but I'm going to ask because I'm nosy. Okay. Um, this is the Need to Know podcast. What? Yeah, this is the Need to know, know podcast. Does single does single mean um, no boyfriend or does single mean like the shop is closed? Yeah, yeah, no, ma'am. Single <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, right. no. Open Sunday. <laughs> okay. Conducted. Open right and early. I hear that. Yeah. I can't. It Got it. extra open on rainy days. Okay. <laughs> 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 got, you got extra staff. When it, yeah. it rains, you got these extra crew members, huh? Shut the fuck up, Alex. <laughs> I feel that. No, I'm not, because niggas call out, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I know. I know. Niggas call out. Niggas just call out. Shut up. Oh, got it. it. So no relate, no commitment. Got it. Yeah. Got like it, no, it, you it. can't stay past a certain time. Or if I don't got want it. to talk to you for like weeks and I need to focus, don't. Yeah. 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 None of that. Interesting. Oh. Did you feel like kind of like you had been in long term relationships before that? Yes. Right. Two back to back. Two back to back long term relationships. So you had to completely recalibrate the way you even thought about men absolutely i think what okay so this is what happened i like after my last boyfriend i just told myself i was like i'm going to devote myself to being single mm -hmm. just like devote myself <laughs> mm -hmm. i didn't know it's gonna last this long but the devotion is real and it's great and mm -hmm. i feel good doing it right but um i forgot what your question was <laughs> did you have to recalibrate the way you thought about men because you were in two back-to-back -back relationships because so you were long term mm -hmm. so you were kind of in it for like the long run you were about the commitment and now you're single yes. but you're still mingling of course so you have to think about how close you get to men how much of yourself you give them yeah. all of these things right like mm -hmm. Trying, making sure that you don't get emotionally connected knowing when to cut yourself off absolutely it becomes 
a little bit more work about how you do you think it became more work? No, yeah, it, you're right. It did because especially the the person after your last mate, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, like, you know, I don't want it to be like a rebound or I don't want to like, you know, jump back into something that's like, you know, serious. Yeah. And you're so, definitely, did James, you ever it's compare? Been, it's been six years. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> right. Did you ever compare? I did. Yeah. yeah. It's hard not to, right? Yeah. I mean, you compare. Mm-hmm. I think that's the guy's worst nightmare. Look at Alex about to advocate. <laughs> and another thing. And another. <laughs> I was actually going to go the opposite with it. Oh. Okay. I was going to bring up, because I have the best conversation during the week. I wish you two were with me during the week. Like, the people I have these combos with, oh, my God. Anyway, <laughs> I think marriage is going to drop drastically in the next two to five years. It should. Wow. I think it's going to drop You said it should? I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> you know, at this point. <laughs> Damn. Because, you know, Jane, you at 31, mm. you don't seem pressed for marriage. No. Okay. Five ten years ago, women were very yeah. pressed when they were knowing they were creeping a certain Shit, age. Women that, still are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But my point is, going forward now, in about I think two to five years, bro, it's really, really gonna slow down. I don't even think we even find marriage is something as important anymore. And I'm yeah. not speaking for everyone, of course. Yeah. Right. But just the wider picture on marriage itself. No, huh? I said that shit ain't important. Hey, listen, I'm joking, bro. Dude. At this yeah. point, listen. Yeah. No, no, no. To each his own. It's important, but I don't know how important. Steph, do you want to get married someday? I do. You do? I do. You Steph is have a, a family hopeless romantic. I am okay. a hopeless romantic. Gotcha. And she wears I am. her heart on her sleeve. I do. And she's in tune with her emotions. But but you know what? But and that's why it's gonna be really hard for me. Like yeah. to just like relax. Be single. And be single. It's great. Yeah. Like somebody asked <laughs> I, I wanna know more about it and I'm gonna have to like hit you up. Because like for me, like I can't yeah. like shout outs to you for being able to like, hey, we're having fun. Like, that's it, right? Like, this guy asked me on a date, like, the other day. And I was like, I can't, like, I can't handle, like, yeah. attention from the opposite sex right now. And he was like, what do you mean? Yeah. Fuck. He doesn't <laughs> listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's gonna listen, trust me. But it's me. true. It's like, I, I can't, you know what I mean? Because I feel like, like, Savon's saying, like, I kind of wear my heart on my sleeve. Yeah. And so it's like... My heart's in my pussy. So, okay. <laughs> you said it, not me. Oh, okay. So now that we know that Steph is intact she's, with she's her right emotions there. in marriage, yes. do you think you're numb to marriage at this point? I mean, six years. I, you know, because you would have to at least build a relationship first. Alex, right? why are you so fascinated with the length that she is single? <laughs> no, listen, six years. Because you've been single for quite some time. Yeah, but I was younger. It's different. It, no, it's not. <laughs> yes, think, it was. No, because I, no, for me it was because I was no. too immature to take someone seriously. Okay. You get what I'm saying? At this point, people near 30 and they start thinking to themselves, damn, I need marriage. Damn, I need this. I need that. Yeah. Again, you don't seem pressed. Yeah. So do you think you're just numb to the idea of marriage? Because you would at least have to start a relationship first to kind of like build with someone first, yeah. right? Yeah. So my thing with marriage is if, it's, if it happens, it happens. If Ooh. it doesn't, it doesn't. I am gotcha. not going to press anybody to marry me, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not going to fall within mm-hmm. like the whole societal norms. Mm-hmm. So I'm just nice. not worried about it. If mm-hmm. I never get married, I am totally fine Do you want to have kids? Um, I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. I have 13 nieces and nephews who wow. keep me busy and, mm-hmm. you know. You might, you you might be okay with that. But you don't want, like, a little girl or a little See, boy is, to just, like, is, teach. <laughs> you know, I would, I would, I would want, like, a dog. Alex's stuff are hilarious. What? They are projecting on you. How? Alex is what depressed about her? being single.
single. No. So he keeps asking that's all so these untrue. questions that's about so being untrue. single. And what am I Steph doing? Steph wants to get married and have kids. <laughs> so, so they're projecting yeah. on you, and I'm just listening. I'm but I'm just listening. At least We just want to know what she wants. No, you want to know what That's it. We do a podcast. This is a podcast. This is what you need to know. I need to know what you want. Okay. I need to know all my little business. They're projecting. We need to know all your business. But I would love to hear this, and then I want to go into your experience in corporate America because yes. I don't think we focused on that enough. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I like I said, whether I get married or not, like I am, like I said, not pressed about that at all. Kids either. Um, kids either, no. Okay. Um, I would love to have a dog. Like that is, like I, at some yeah, point, I would like married. to have a dog. <laughs> you yeah. You're like my best friend, Raven. She's just like, you know what? I'm not really sure, but a dog? Why not? Exactly. Like, my see, work. You- Secret Life of Pets is my favorite movie. I even wrote like an email to Netflix <laughs> when they took it off of Netflix. No, oh my gosh, I wrote them a long email. I was like, I look forward to this movie on the weekends. I don't know that's why it's gone. And I have to go to Amazon Prime to pay for it. So, Yo. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that is um, hilarious. She emails, wrote them corporate letter. America, it kind of coincides, right? So yeah. let's talk a little bit about how you manage and juggle your career um, mm. as far as being a filmmaker, a creative, and then working in corporate America. I know a lot of people have, um, you know, jobs nine to five, but the term corporate America is more so associated with a career. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems, you know, once you, we kind of talked about being comfortable. Right. Once you've reached a place of comfort, uh, especially in a career mm-hmm. space, I think that is a little bit harder than somebody who is, you know, just going job to job or just, you know, working just to get by. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like the career corporate America, like me personally, again, I could go back to This Is Us, uh, Randall. He's in corporate America. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, now he's a, I think he's like a politician. But regardless, like, he has a career. And mm-hmm. get that yes, shut up. My fault. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah. But um, talk <laughs> talk about some of maybe, like, the struggles that you may have had in corporate America opposed to somebody who may just have, like, a nine to five and trying to juggle being right. a filmmaker. Right. So I think definitely the... Um corporate America, you know, everybody around you is focused on building your career, always getting mm-hmm. you to the next level. So that means long long nights, early mornings, right? Mm-hmm. So the struggle I have is how much of myself do I devote to that enough so that they see that I'm actually like trying and not mm-hmm. fire me? And, <laughs> yeah. you know, how much of it do I need to pull back and say, you know what, I need to spend at least, you know, five hours tonight working on a film or, you know, putting together my pitch deck or, mm-hmm. you know, putting together treatment. Mm-hmm. And so that's always the struggle because um, I don't necessarily just work in corporate America. I work for a consulting firm and it's always, hey, every two years you need to move up or you're out. Oh, wow. So wow. constantly oh, trying no. to, you know. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. That's how it goes now? Oh, yeah. And I have like three jobs <laughs> within my job in corporate America because consulting, you have your day to day, but then you have your plus one and plus two. So you're working, you're always working to sell more work. Mm. And so um, the struggle is just giving my full self to that but also having enough energy at night to work on the things that I truly love right gotcha got it do you um wow do you apply I guess maybe like the same work ethic to absolutely corporate America and filmmaking absolutely I put my a thousand and ten percent in everything I do and I take a lot of pride in it Mm -hmm. and I think that's also a struggle because I work so hard in my in corporate America Mm -hmm. it's like okay we need to get you to the next level because you're doing such a great job it's not like I can half-ass it or just do a half job I I just cannot do that so what is your plan because I was just gonna say like yeah yeah, like do you you think there's gonna be a time when you're gonna have to walk away from one or the other Absolutely. Yeah. So right now we're working on this. Hopefully um, it's not your dreams. 
No, never. Yeah. No, I would walk away from corporate America before I walk away from my dreams right. because that's something I want to do forever. Right. Um, so right now, um, the plan is I'm working on a. Um, I've met with a producer and we're working on um, turning um, my story into a docu series. So like going back to Jacksonville, interviewing, re-interviewing all of these people because yeah. my docu series was just something I did as a passion project. But someone's actually interested in saying, hey, you know, we can hit the um, what do you call it, the film festival circuit? Well, mm-hmm. See if we can get it picked up. Um, so is, I'm sorry, is this someone that you've worked with before? From your um, company? So actually, I met him. He overheard a conversation that I was having at a coffee shop with one of the baristas, and he actually works at a, a production lot of good studio. Luck. Right? <laughs> a lot of right place, right yeah, time, right, right time. people. Yeah, yeah, it was in Williamsburg, actually. And um, great, great guy. And um, he overheard my story. And yeah, right now, um, you know, we did the outline for it, working on a pitch deck, trying to get investors. Yeah. Because, you know, we're going to have to have a team, obviously. They're mm-hmm. going to all have to fly back to Florida. Food, all mm-hmm. of that stuff has to be paid for. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, but we all really um, believe in the story. So even if I need to invest my own money into mm-hmm. it, I will do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the goal is to complete that and then hit this film festival circuit 2022. Yeah. What do you think? Or 21. Yeah. 2021. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> what do you want the world to get from your story? <clears throat> oh, my gosh. Um, I just want them to understand, like – what true love really is. Because I think my story is a true love story. Um, It's someone who didn't have to love me, didn't have to deal with a lot of the drama that took place, someone who didn't have to necessarily um, be a second mom to me. And so I think it's it's the story of an unblended, blended family, Hmm. right? Because although, you know, I have two families, we're not blended at all. Um, So just Mm. understanding what true love really means and you know doesn't necessarily have to come from someone who um birthed you right, right. like anybody can love you anybody mm-hmm. can you know treat you well yeah so i think that's one of the biggest things i want people to take from the story yeah wow. i think that's um i think that's awesome because i don't think a lot of people know how to right because like family takes different shapes forms all the time alicia keys and swiss beats like i think they had a small like interview where they were talking about that oh yeah um there's stories a little different um people might say but yeah i think um especially her being like a different race especially her being a white woman yeah you know for sure because like you said you were so different well you had to learn how to move differently as far as code switching what we were talking about before mm-hmm. or just being more flexible in different rooms absolutely right yeah how different was thanksgivings <laughs> and, how, and how right and like how yeah. hard was it to like that's a, that's a did you point. ever because you I'm said done. you had to like navigate yeah. like not always appreciating your blackness right yeah because right. so so living in the south when i was in white spaces it was pretty much all white spaces especially I mean, i'm talking about like being with kids right and you know them not understanding um just some of like our culture and like our traditions and so just kind of having to leave that part of myself sort of out of the picture and understanding what they were interested in and in order for me to be like in the in the in crowd i had to be interested in what they're interested in right so like music like i learned about like heavy metal and rock and all Ooh, this stuff that right. i would never do you like it? I love it now, but like mm-hmm. I had to, but then I fell in love with it because that's mm-hmm. what I was around a lot growing mm-hmm. up. Right. So, um, and then kind of like being in that world and seeing how glamorous it was and like, you know, kids driving like BMWs to school oh, and, yeah, yeah. you know, living in huge mansions and, you know, me going back to like my old neighborhood. It's I'm a like, culture uh, shock. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. a culture shock. And then at some point in my mind, I was like, oh, well, this is like, you know, not wrong, but like this is not the way to live. This is the mm-hmm. way to live. So I'm gonna go over here with these people. I'm gonna try to be more like them right. and less like this. Right. Is um 
partially the reason that you go by Jane Doe because uh, corporate America wouldn't accept your passion or you're afraid to be discovered by those in corporate America around you? I'm not necessarily afraid to be discovered. Um, It's just someone who I identify with outside of everything I'm doing. I think this is truly who I am. Because um, some could say Mm -hmm. that maybe you aren't 110% committed just yet to Mm -hmm. your craft and to your passion because if you aren't able to put your name to it then people may not be able to put a face to it right and then you know what i'm saying like it's almost as if you know it's a security the name jane doe is like a security blanket for you like what would you say to somebody who may have thought that well if they think it's like i don't mind Mm -hmm. telling people my real name Mm -hmm. um because i think um so i mentioned before we kind of brushed over it i actually introduced this idea in corporate america with Mm. um telling stories like Mm -hmm. us sharing our stories in the corporate world because we can be so cold and so like corporate like we need Mm -hmm. to get a chance to understand and you know know each other and so I introduced that idea to them and they know about the Jane Doe project Mm -hmm. some people within corporate America but I'm not necessarily afraid to use my name I just think that Jane Doe resonates more with who I am as a creative interesting you said you brought this concept to corporate America Mm -hmm. in storytelling what would that look like So what that would look like, it would be sort of an interview series with myself and different people um, within different spaces of leadership. Um, I would ask them both personal and professional questions. As far as like a personal question, like, you know, you know, who, how do you identify with who you are in the corporate America space? Mm-hmm. Like, do you have passions outside of this? Because I know a lot of people in corporate America who's just like me. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, um, I, I know a painter and he's like one of the MDs, but he could never, you know, drop his you know roll me he's making yeah. like millions of dollars yeah. to become a painter he right. sort of feels like he's missed that window yeah but he still does it because he loves it mm-hmm. he loves it yeah. yeah but he always tells me you know get out before it's too late yeah that's interesting yeah i find that so yeah. interesting because i think a lot of people because you have in your bio like a creative like camouflaged in corporate america absolutely and i think that's so interesting because um i think i identify with my sister um my oldest sister she's heavy into like b2b like marketing business to business marketing and everything like that and she started a lot of projects and hasn't really finished them because corporate's always calling Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's kind of interesting to hear about your story with other creatives kind of like camouflage because I don't know if you can ever do both, right? Because you talked about growing up with your white mom and like growing up with those white kids and seeing them have like Beamers and BM, you know, Mercedes and going to nice schools and having nice things. And you probably grew up saying like, I want that. Like, mm-hmm. I want that lifestyle. But then on the other side, it's like that lifestyle also kind of whitewashes like who you're allowed to be and what you're allowed to do because you're either committing these 40 hours a week to building for the man yeah. or you're taking a more humble role to fuel your own dreams which could potentially put you in the space as the man one day but it's like the slow boat you know what I mean so it's interesting I think there are a lot of people out there. We have a lot of people that ask us about getting into podcasting, about, you know, starting their own businesses Mm -hmm. um, who are still kind of afraid to let go of stability. Yeah. 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 So I'm just. I agree. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
let's let's switch gears a little bit, right? <laughs> okay. Let's get into some of the shit I like to get into. <laughs> oh, oh like Lord. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> okay. I'm not the nasty. I'm not. Okay, we're good. not gonna do that. We're not gonna it's do that. Him. He's the nasty. Yeah, one. I can tell. He's oh, nasty. Not Y'all true. sat me so, next to him. Yeah. James. Yeah, that's on purpose. Everybody. All the gifts. Everybody get it. Right. We like to make our guests uncomfortable. For sure. Absolutely. So one of the things that obviously Alex spoke to earlier with myself, like. I'm I'm out there. Like I like to listen to music. Like I like in sync. You know what I'm saying? Like that was my shit. Uh, I want to hear some of your guilty pre- pleasures outside. Like that are not culturally accepted right. in okay. our culture. Right. And by that, for people who don't understand what I just said, black people don't fuck with it. But right. you had a different translation, so maybe you do. Again, the heavy metal. Honey I over am here. here with all of the pop culture, white culture, I guess. So let's talk about it. Let's do it. Speak my language. Two. Okay. All right. So anytime <laughs> I am she just lit like, up. Hey. Like, look at her. Look at her. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. It's here, baby. It's here. So anytime I'm out for a karaoke, I have to. They have to play. Uh, Nine to Five by Dolly Parton. That is one of my favorite. <laughs> so I, don't I don't even know that, know that one. Song. Let's get it. How does that go? Nine to five. Oh, nine to five. Oh, that's the one. You know that song, Alex? I know the song. It was on Disney Channel. Oh, was, it? was it? I think so. By Dolly Parton, right? I don't even know. Dolly Parton. It's nine to five, Dolly Parton. I met Dolly Parton at Cirque, Cirque du Soleil. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love her. Her, her boobs almost knocked me out. Oh, I was wait, just looking at them headphones. like, oh wait, actually, those I are do. big. I would love to hear this. Song. What's oh a, my gosh, it's Dolly the best. Barton. Okay, so you is said that like you, a shower song too? You said you had two. So Dolly Parton. So wait, I think he's playing it. Okay. Oh ads. Is we it coming through ads? ads? We love ads so much. Okay, yeah, mute that bitch till the ads go off. <laughs> but uh, nine to five by Dolly Parton. That's what y'all need to know. What's coming right now? All right, cool. I'm just interested in hearing this. Is this? I know the song. I know the song. Turned out a little bit, bro. I know this song. <laughs> you want to do karaoke now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let, me hear, let me hear you, Jane. Trying to come to life. I'm glad she in corporate America. That's the song. She about to come on. She about yeah. to come on right yes. now. That's that's it. Here she go. Here she go. Working nine to five. Hey, what a way to make a living. <laughs> <laughs> you really connect with this, don't you? She needs some tequila or something to loosen up. I know she's not giving them these bars. Hey, it's enough to drive Th- that's you it, crazy if you let it. <laughs> that's disgusting. Oh god, she put her heart in that song. I'm so glad these are my last five seconds. And in the corporate America, I love so, it. I'm so, I'm so glad. It. I'm so glad. Let loose. You know. I can't see it. No, that's hilarious. I love that song. Well, that's one. Okay, so that's number one. Yeah. I would like to hear number two, and if you possibly have a number three, I would like to pull that out too. Yes. So number two is Sour Cherry by The Kills. Sour Cherry. Okay. Uh, what's that's a song? You know any of these? I mean, you are teaching well, no, me today. I don't. Honestly, I know um, not just music, but I want to hear like maybe some of the activities, oh, or activities. maybe some of like you oh know anything, anything Ice that's skating? Just not okay. acceptable. <laughs> no, so or not accepted in the culture. I'm going to Australia for three weeks hey, in December. Oh, nice. I am going to snorkel off the Great Barrier um, Reef. To yeah, okay. that, I love snorkeling. I uh, love to see reefs from uh-huh. all over. 
um, that is something that I need like, to get into the shit. Man. She's speaking to my soul right now. Yeah, y'all absolutely understand. love it. So you just swim by the fish? <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be one of the biggest like coral reefs in the world. And yeah. I did it one time. I saw a stingray, and I was like, "Take me back to the shore right now." Like oh. Alex, you know, like in Africa, how you like hunt for fish? No, I don't. Like she wants <laughs> to swim with hunt the for fish. fish. <laughs> like it's, it's a whole different. Nah, I mean, that's different a different cultures. vibe, though. No, fish hunting. I never heard of it. So like the stingrays is one. You know, they're not gonna touch you. You know what happened to my boy? Um, the Steve guy, Irwin. yeah, yeah. R.I.P. No, relax. it's Australia. Nah, relax, I'm not. I'm dead ass. Nah, it's true. Australia has some of the like da- most yes. dangerous like yeah. animals and poisonous like snakes. But when and I said that about Africa, like that. y'all ridiculed scorpions. Me. Y'all know Absolutely, that, right? they have the You most said there were no cows animals. in Africa. Yeah. You not? Do you need any like shots beforehand? <laughs> no, I mean I'm gonna see my doctor before I go okay. just to make sure. But yeah, I'm gonna be over there for like three weeks, and I I just always wanted to swim the Great Barrier Reef and That's I have dope. a friend who just moved there, so it'll be good to go. I'm adding this yeah. to like my white wow. boy activities. Yeah. Uh, and what's the third if you have a third? Yeah. Oh, the third. Okay. So what else do I do? That's considered. Um. Well, I just. Let me see. I went to Maine. I went backpacking sort of. That like, is through pretty Maine white. Yep. On the, uh, along the coast. <laughs> and we dope, went though. and looked for like white houses. I mean, uh, lighthouses. And, okay. Oh, wow. That's nice. What does Shit your friend groups book. look like? Oh, they're very different. You know, diverse. Have, yeah, very diverse. Okay. Very diverse. Like I got definitely got my ghetto friend. Hey. I, like you know, she keep it real. Yeah. Do the worlds <laughs> ever collide? <laughs> Never. <Ooh>. No. <laughs> Never. Wow. It's, I mean, I, like my graduation and things yeah. like that, they collide. Yeah. But it's like I don't like put, putting people in uncomfortable spaces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. No. You're right. There's some friends that you can't bring to your other friends. Right. No, but they're not. It's like code sometimes. I feel yeah. you. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, I get that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, we got what a few minutes yeah, left. I don't know if you guys minutes, have yeah. any final questions, anything you got. We don't have a listener, anything. No, Yo, no let's I speak was... to the listeners real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, real, real yeah. Quick. Come y'all on, slowed man. it down a little bit. Yo, I fuck with y'all. It was you. You were too rough in your feedback. Like I really <laughs> do fuck with y'all, but we're trying to like talk directly to you. Like I'm not answering anything in my personal DMs. I'm just not. Oh, so you get them? I get them, but I reject them because this is not like the proper protocol to fucking talk to us. Well, that's why we've been dry. Maybe. Ah. Your DMs, I'm sure, is popping. No. Some things don't change. What is proper protocol to talk to you guys? Just so, hit us up on our podcast. Yeah, we literally just okay. asked them to DM us on the Need to Know pod uh, at Instagram, okay. Twitter. And we will definitely reply back to Yeah, you. like we like to give advice to yeah. people who listen, uh, relationship advice, advice, financial yeah. advice, yep. career, career advice. advice, you know. So yeah. that's why um, some of the things we focus on during like our time speaking with you yeah. were like career oriented. Because I'm sure we answered a bunch of questions to like some people who are in like that gray area of mm-hmm. jumping into their career or yeah. leaving their career into like a creative space. Yeah. So, right. you know, those are some of the things that we like to talk to people about, about their specific, you know what I'm saying? Like conversation. Gotcha. So How'd you, yeah. you work for, you were in the warehouse, right? Before you Ooh. applied as like, your your internship. Nah. With the Joe Budden podcast. No, my black ass was never in that way. Oh, you, you said, oh, I thought she said White House. I'm sorry, no, White House. Yes. I'm sitting I thought like, she said White House. I don't know why she You was right, White. James. I was like, no, nah, my ass was in that I was definitely, no, no, I was, I was, I was. I'm sorry. And then they were like looking for an intern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something like, yes, I was in a warehouse. Yes, I thought she said White. I don't know why. Me either. I don't know. White is just on my mind. politics? Who knows? But yeah, I was in a while. So, you know, um, please reach out to us uh, Instagram DMs emails I think we do have a few in there that we kind of gotta like flood through through, but like you know turn it up a little bit how'd you how'd you find us how'd you start start listening to us um on Twitter Twitter Uh, yeah Yeah. so there was one and then I watched one episode of the Joe Budden podcast and he was saying who's um, that (laughs) <laughs> he, it was like it was an episode no idea. when he started calling you Savon the Do. 
because of okay. a comment you made on this podcast, the need to know. Oh, okay. And that's when I started listening. I made a little flavor. I think it was about yeah. like, so oh, well, it was like, would you have a threesome or something? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's talk about how, it. Why how, don't we like, how, how big is like. I, yeah. know, I know exactly like, what was said. Savon yeah. told us that back. he would appease his woman Bring it back. if she wanted to have a threesome with not. another male and Savon. I proceeded to tell him he's bugging the fuck out. <laughs> and Steph stayed quiet on that topic per usual. Oh, nah, I laughed. <laughs> no, if we really gonna get to it, I said yeah. I would do the threesome. Like, if she wanted to do a threesome, I would do the threesome to Double please Penny her. Double Penny was the name of the episode, I believe. Yes. What? All right, yeah. we don't gotta go get these niggas, <laughs> like, the answers. But I told him I would do it. But his, like, the dick can't look like this water bottle. I'm not, like, I'm not doing he has, that. He has I'm standards. not doing that. He has I'm boundaries. not doing it. You gotta be yeah. comfortable with the stroke game because sometimes it's not the size that is very true yeah. like the stroke is A1 but like this like nah it's just certain things I'm not I cannot doing. compete with this nah I'm not my nigga fam I just can't see this shit, shit. He also, all y'all niggas in the room is mad said, quiet like I'm the said, only one who no, feels he also <laughs> said he, he might potentially give yeah. fellatio for two million dollars depending on the size that don't do him I didn't say that yeah he did I did not say that yeah. well he started asking oh. he was like well oh. how big are we talking <laughs> no, no, I'm I sorry that was, that was that was what he said no that was how, how big are we talking you ain't said that no I definitely didn't say that don't put that out there it's alright I said a lot of wild shit that's why audio storytelling is so important because we can just go back and listen yeah please go back I never said that in my life also I want to give a shout out to Kyle yes. um, I got yes. Kyle he was in the building we didn't have a mic for him I know he had a lot of interesting things to say I, I know as soon as we cut these mics off he's probably going to say some more interesting fire, things fire, so fire, I just want to say fire, hey fire Kyle how you doing yeah. we appreciate all that while, you do while you're giving out shout outs I wanted to shout out to the need to know listeners man yes, I told Savon this week that I was going to do this shout out this week yeah he did alright and I'm a big yell up right now because I see y'all in the streets <laughs> I see y'all big enough the podcast I see y'all supporting us yeah, I see y'all I see y'all getting rid of the rubbish and the non sense on, on, on the social media pages just know that we respect you yes. and we love you that you think like us alright big shout out to the listeners big big shout, big shout out hey yo back bro, to I Kyle see y'all, man. yo yeah. Kyle my god I, I need a microphone for you bro like that's a fact you was the MVP last week yo come say oh, come wow. say what's up with Jane real quick come on come on oh yeah move hey, come on <laughs> what's going on what's up Kyle hi everybody hi, loves you no, like I'm telling you, our DM show that yeah. everybody loves you <laughs> yes. and your thoughts and like two well, million dollars. Like we set a standard, well, bro. Well, listen, we can't get too used to you, right? We gotta leave them wanting more. True. Right? Yeah. We'll see you next week, bro. <laughs> I'll be next week. All right. All right. <laughs> long, long, I won't <laughs> He became a man of few words. That's long, over long the as Kyle pull up. We appreciate yeah. you, Kyle. Thanks, we got Kyle. my guy Steve here as well, Keenan yeah, Belden. Yeah. Um, the Need to Know family is here. We're strong. Is there anything that you want to promote? Anything that, you know, where can people find you? Yeah. you know, and what I, you're I'm, working on. We know you're yeah. new to social media. We know. But <laughs> yeah. where can we find you? Yes. Um, you can find me at um, three underscores Jane Doe. That's J A Y N E D O E mm -hmm. um, on Instagram and the same for Facebook. You can also find me at two underscores um, J A Y N E D O E on Twitter. And then my website is www.janedofilms.com. Nice. Hey. Awesome. Guys, please. Oh, do you think? No, thank you, brother. I want to make sure you guys please like, subscribe, and comment. I know we do a piss poor job of telling you guys to do that because we <laughs> think we're so awesome. But no, fuck that. Please, please make sure if you really fuck with us, make sure y'all do those three things for us, all right? That's right. right. Absolutely, thank you. Thank you. absolutely. That. Uh, Steph, Alex, Yo. as always, you know, I love y'all, man. I really yeah, do. Yeah, buddy. I really do. Love you no, Jane, too. you were great today. 
Yes. Oh, really? Thank you for coming to with Thank us. You. For sure. Real talk. Yes. I learned a lot. Yeah. I might just go single for six years. <laughs> Try it we'll out. We'll go later. dry though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Alex. That's a new thing. Uh, real quick, before we wrap oh up. Oh my God. Out of the three of us, yeah. uh-huh. who do you think can remain single the longest? Like if we all Shit. just said on one day, hey, we're single, who's going to last the longest? <laughs> I think it would be me. Yeah. I think it would be me. Now. I'm going to last the shortest. Definitely, Alex. Definitely me, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you sure? No, I feel like you would be shorter than me. Savon is a secret. He's a secret lover, lover boy. boy. He I is. Secret he lover really boy. is. He really is. Just, he be broke up for two women. weeks. Right. I, I love. I like, actually be roughing it, and like he'd be like, energy. "Man, listen, I had, I, I, I had to call shorty." Women, like, that's it. Nah, I gotta go see this girl shorty. I'm just saying that's no. But there's no way I'm before Steph. No, no. Number one, there's no. Y'all don't know me like that. Y'all don't know me like that. Yo, Kyle, what you think, bro? Between me, no, between me and Steph. Steph, Steph's first. Oh. Steph giving in. Yeah. I don't know me. Steph is first, but it's all good. I'm evolved. I love y'all. I've, I've changed. Like for sure, changed. absolutely. Again, Jane, thank you for pulling up. We appreciate yes, it. I'm looking yeah. forward to your work. Uh, yes. Please make sure you stay on social media. Yes. So please. we can see what you want to do. Like, yes. Please. Absolutely. Yes. Please. For That's sure. like for a pinky sure. little promise. Sure. Yes, pinky promise. like a little Don't. air yes. promise? I bet. They had, to, yeah. they had to make me go on Twitter. It was hard. Yeah. I was off Twitter for years and yeah. coming back on was like, oh, hello. Because it helps. Like, it really does. It's a tool. Like, people, you know, you got to kind of, you know. Uh, compartmentalize it. It's yes. a tool. It's Absolutely. not. You know, don't become a slave to it, but just use it as a tool. Yeah. Again, so uh, good luck to everything. I appreciate appreciate you. Thank you, uh, Alex, yep. Steph. Y'all cool? I'm Gucci. cool. cool yes. Yep. It is cool. episode 77 of the Need to Know podcast. Again, like hey. Alex said, make sure you guys subscribe, like, comment. We love to hear your feedback. We need to see your feedback. Mm-hmm. The numbers are yeah. going up, so they I know it's more y'all are. niggas right. out there. Right. Just they let us know. Known. Facts. Hit us up on right. Twitter. Word. Please. Let us know. I appreciate y'all. Again, it's what you need to know when you need to know on the Need to Know podcast. Episode 77 is in the books. Yeah, Catch yeah. you guys later. I think. Maybe next week. No. For sure. Yeah. We'll All right. Cool. Fuck y'all. Later. Cool. Ooh, that's a lot of talk. Hey.